Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Okay. Talk to Neil. Call 567-0560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. Okay. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reed Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. <laughs> now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Starting from her feet to rug your tongue up her thighs. To get her loose and moist in case she's just a little tight. Then you make the move that makes her feel alright. And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right. Put her in position for the full attack. Her ankles by her ears as you put her legs back. Now she's ready to go. Time to give her a step. That's what I call falling abroad. Starting from her feet, you run your tongue up her thighs. You get her loose and moist in case she gets a little tight. Then you make the move and make her feel all right. And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right. Pull her in position for a full attack. Now she's ready to go, time to give her a step, and that's what I call falling abroad. It's better than your head when you gotta get off. Oh! 101 at 560 WQM, happy Friday to you from all your paisans over here. Do we have any paisans over here? No. But at any rate, so uh, we had quite a big day yesterday over there in Plantation University and Broward Boulevard fundraising. Man, we raised, I think, 1200 bucks is what I'm hearing the rumor is, because there were people showed up after we got off the air. 1200 bucks sounds pretty outstanding to me, but then I come in this morning expecting a mountain of mail. I'm expecting boxes and boxes of mail. Just we have, like, uh, out for the contest out in the hallway there, with these thousands and thousands and thousands of letters to try to win a truck. How many letters did I have this morning, by the way? Less than the two, more than zero. One. Thank you, Flo. It was a check from Flo in Miami for a hundred bucks. At least it was a nice fat check there. But I'm just convincing myself that, uh, you know, most of these bastards out there are not going to donate anything to anybody unless they get something in return. So we're going to be doing the QAM van at various parts around town every day from now till the end of the year to try to uh, reach our hundred thousand percent of one. Today in Kendall, somewhere, somehow, which we'll find out and let you know when it happens. Some uh, more news, big news. We're not talking about uh, the impeachment hearings, of course. We're talking about the most important thing going on, our link with America's innocence of the past, Joe DiMaggio. This, you know something, this is just un- astonishing. Every, In fact, when they show, they had the impeachment hearings going yesterday afternoon, of course, like uh, around the clock practically now on CNN. And you know how they show the crawl underneath with other news stories that, in other words, there might actually be something else going on in the world? And every time they'd show those little stories, here would be another update on Jolton Joe. So I think Joe Costello may have hit it right on the head the other day when he said that uh, Jody is a hell of a lot more important than almost anybody else we can think of because he is, after all, more, much more so than Mrs. Robinson or Simon and Garfunkel, uh, our link to America's innocence, the only remaining link. He's the missing link. In fact, if you look at Joe DiMaggio, every time I've ever seen him with that kind of like pushed in uh, grotesque nose of his, I always think to myself, boy, he looks like the missing link. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... But at any rate, so we got an update today, because what is life worth without an update on Joe DiMaggio? You know what I'm talking about? Do you understand? No. Well, get with it. DiMaggio's lungs drained. 
Doctors treated a persistent infection in Joe DiMaggio's lungs on Thursday, hoping to relieve congestion that grew worse overnight and clouded, clouded his overall health picture once again. Clouded his overall health picture. Are you following these words? Listen carefully. Still, despite a low-grade fever and the increased congestion, DiMaggio was in stable condition in Hollywood's Memorial Regional Hospital after the procedure, and his blood pressure, heart, and kidneys were performing well, his doctor said. We don't know about any bowel movements, but that'll be coming in the next bulletin. It's not necessarily a turn for the worse, but it clearly would be better if he didn't have this, said Dr. Earl Barron, who has treated DiMaggio for years, five years. Doctors drained the infected material from DiMaggio's lungs, a procedure that helped him rally Monday after he was described as near death. Near death, but they drained him. And now uh, it's a little bit better. I was just informed that information is dated. He has slipped back into a coma, according to Joe Castello. Oh, my God. How come Joe Castello called you and didn't just interrupt me on the air? I, he's shy. I don't know. Did I intimidate him the other day when I said that he was starting to talk just a little bit too much? Did I? Uh... Uh-huh. Okay, good. No, seriously. So, in other words, this is dated. Okay, there's an update for you right here on your Joe DiMaggio death wash station for the 90s. Oh! WQAM. He has slipped back into a coma. What a surprise. Like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like some kind of sadistic bastard, but the fact is the guy's in bad health. And you know something, all your kids out there, how come they're, how come they're not using this? Like when Mickey Mantle died, okay? Mickey Mantle died, cirrhosis of the liver. They went and found him liver with bacon and onions at Denny's, and it just didn't work out. But the fact is that he talked a lot about boozing and being a big booze hound. Him and Billy Martin and Whitey Ford, but especially Mickey Mantle, boozing and boozing and boozing and boozing. Cirrhosis of the liver, he's dead. Prematurely dead. Now, Joe DiMaggio is 84 years old, but the one thing that he did do a hell of a lot was smoke. He smoked a lot. A lot of those faggots, a lot of those cancer sticks, boys and girls. If you want to be dead like Joe DiMaggio, the only difference being, though, he's 84 years old. So is that the message, that if you smoke a lot of uh, cigarettes, you're going to wind up to live to be 84? Uh -huh. Is that the message? Okay, there you go. Just call me the Marlboro Man. No, seriously, I mean, he's uh, so he lost a lung, he had cancer. Is it a surprise that a guy who was chain-smoking cigarettes for about 100 years uh, lost a lung? No. That's not a surprise. And whether Greg Kotex likes it or not, I mean, I mean, even George Burns died. Did you know that? George Burns died. I know he was he God. And, and let me tell you one other thing, by the way. I didn't see the movie, thank God. But you know who was in that movie with George Burns? John Denver. John Denver, very good. And guess what? He died, too. How do you like that? Oh, it's an epidemic, man. And, of course, the good God up there in heaven who gave mankind this very, very relatively short lifespan, although it is longer than like a hummingbird, I guess, longer than an insect, but really not, uh, not all that long when you come right down to it, so you better make hay while the sun shines, okay? The good Lord up there in the sky, he uh, looking down and saying, okay, that's enough for you, George Burns, because, you know, he works in mysterious ways. And when your time has come, the Lord sticks his little finger in your uh, rectum, and that's it. Calls you, it's that big calling. It's time for Judgment Day. We know Joe, Joe, Jolton Joe, he's going to be up there at the pearly gates in baseball heaven, right? Oh! There you go. He's going to be up there with Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth and uh, maybe some other great uh, dead baseball players. Come on, quick. Uh, Ty Cobb. Huh? How about some other, how about four or five hundred other great dead baseball players? Now, do they have like a separate division in heaven? No, seriously, like did the football players go to one like uh, football heaven and the baseball? Uh -huh. Okay, I just want to check out. Or like did all the dead jocks go to the same heaven? Very important topic that maybe some of you can straighten out for us here today. 
because, the, by the way, here, should committee vote to impeach Clinton? 34% of the Americans say yes, and 63% say no. How do you like that? This is, this is as of late last night, CNN's latest poll. Even after all these shenanigans, all these articles of impeachment that have been drafted, these four articles of bullcrap, and after these, uh, I mean, this is, this is a rabid feeding frenzy by a bunch of lunatics is what it is. There is no partisanship. There is no nothing. All it is is just a partisan, uh, right-wing, uh, nut, a bunch of nut. You know what? Ha- what have we learned in the last two weeks? Did we learn anything new? No. No. Two weeks ago, they were all saying, "Oh, well, you know that election. Uh, it's a message. We got to get this over as fast as possible. How do we get out of this thing? Let us censure, get it over, and let's move on." With it. Is there anything been new information that's come to us in the last two weeks? No. No. But all of a sudden, they just decided, "Well, you know, we weren't too crazy about those 81 answers to the 81 questions, so uh, screw him." And let's subject the goddamn country. And that Wexler guy from Florida, who's great, by the way, that the Democrat Wexler, made a very impassioned, as he always does. He's a wild man. And uh, he's absolutely right. Now we're going to tie the whole goddamn country up for uh, probably the next year. Impeachment trial in the Senate. So Justice Rehnquist can uh, stand you know, over uh, Lucien Goldberg and uh, what's her name? Linda Tripp. The manager's temperature, temperature shot up to 102 overnight. It's up and down. He said, Joe is up and down, mostly down. His yeah. family he said, is said I got to be you by down. his side in a hospital Uh-oh. in South Florida. Uh-oh. DiMaggio won three American MVP awards, American League MVP awards, while leading the Yankees to nine world titles between the 1956 and 1951. Updated on the condition of Joe DiMaggio. Thank you very much, Bill. Okay, I love that Bill Hummer, boy. Is he a sweetheart, huh? What are, you, what are you laughing about? He's a beautiful guy, Bill Hummer. Especially since he got that thing taken off his head. That's why I'm getting this little thing removed. No, not that little thing. This one over my eyebrow, yeah. Because I'm, I guarantee you, when I get that thing, you'll be amazed. I'll come in here um, uh, whatever day it happens, in a few days, and you'll say, gee, it's Bill Hummer. Yeah, I look just like him. That's why I'm getting glasses just like his, and when I get my little thing removed, I'm going to look just like Bill Hummer. <laughs> Nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQAM. WQAM, go f*** yourself. All right, 1014 at 560 WQAM. By the way, I got a fax from um, Enrique, not that Enrique, but another Enrique in the Gables, who says, I have faxed you several times complaining about some noise that interrupts your bits when you play them. Uh, this has been happening every day with the exception of Wednesday that I did not hear it. The noise is very annoying, making it feel like my subwoofer is going to blow up. Anybody's woofer <laughs> on the verge of blowing up out there? Have you had any complaints uh, beside me about this, he asks? No. Are you going to mention this to your audience to see if I'm the only asshole that hears this? Uh-huh. Are the technicians going to do something about this? No, no, no. In closing, George is doing a great job when you're on vacation, et cetera, and so on. I strongly believe he'll be the next generation of the Neil Rogers talk sh- uh, show. How do you like that? Wow. The George Rodriguez Show, baby, starting very soon at a uh, radio station near you, without all the popping and puking that you hear on the old Neil Rogers Show. Huh? Well, no, that's probably because I'm old, and when you get real old, you start popping and puking a lot more than we were younger. Can't be young forever, okay, sweetheart? 
Speaking of Roots Chris, by the way, I'm going to challenge you. I, you know, I don't care what any of you have to say, you know, because we've got a lot of nice people out there, but we also have a lot of people with no taste who eat vanilla ice cream. Like that bitch that was giving me a song that ends about that Starbucks coffee ice cream, which she can take and stick in her... Wreck Get out of here with that. Oh, and then that haagen does Dulce and De Leche de uh, your, your Mama, whatever that stuff was. Remember that routine? See, everybody's got to outdo me. Everybody has to got to try to do outdo... Oh, God! Because, and, and, you know, a lot of areas you do outdo me in a lot of other areas, like uh, knowing something about something important, which I don't know. But, I mean, when it comes to food, which is kind of important to a lot of us, you don't know more about food than I do. I bet you there's nobody alive that knows more. Even the great gourmet chefs, they think they know more about food than I do. But when you've eaten as many meals, good meals as I have, and bad meals like Chef Boyardee, although I'll be honest with you, there's nothing like I've told you this before, and you get grossed out. In the old days, in fact, when I worked at WJNO in West Palm Beach, one of my favorite things would be, that was after I had lost 100 pounds, so I had a lot of room to gain it back, which I uh, did, not all of it, but a lot. But at any rate, it would be to go to the convenience store, in the afternoon, there was a little convenience store. I lived on Forest Hill Boulevard up there, and I'd go to the convenience store, and I would get a little uh, can of Chef Boyardee spaghetti with meatballs and a package of Swiss cheese. And then you take, you open it up, you put it in your bowl, and you put the Swiss cheese in there. You kind of like tear it up a little bit, and you mix it in, and then you put it in the microwave for you know until the stuff is hot and the cheese is melted and like stringy. But it's so slimy. The how about Boyardee. the how about the uh, spaghetti? Well, what do you mean it's slimy? What it's does that like, mean? It's uh, like mushy, slimy. How about beefaroni? Mmm. That's a little better, yeah. Yeah. Not the ravioli. Not canned. Canned ravioli is for glam. I mean, forget that. Now, I don't, how can you say that? I'll tell you what else is good. Franco-American. I like Franco-American. Yeah, with, with the Swiss cheese in it. Well, all right, let's get off of that, okay? I was just telling George I lost six pounds this oh, week oh! on the real scale up here, no less. And last night, Greg Reed and his lovely wife took me. Oh, by the way, I want to straighten one thing out yesterday. I want to correct because Rimmer's going to be psychotic. I mean, this man talks so much that I forget half of what he says because, believe me, bop, 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 bop. but he did mention a couple of days ago that he had a check for me for Center One and that Farrell wanted to surprise me. She was going to bring to me one of the Panther games very soon. So I mentioned yesterday that we hadn't had a check from Rimmer. I should mention that, but I also should mention because I asked him, well, is it going to be a big check? He said, oh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, you're going to be really impressed. I said, well, how many zeros in it? And he said, two. And I said, is that before or after the decimal point? Huh? Yeah, you don't want to hear his answer, do you? <laughs> no, so Rimmer, there you go. We straightened that out for you. But speaking of Rimmer, you'll never guess who was there last night at Ruth's Chris in Fort Lauderdale eating two uh, tables away. Sheriff Nick Navarro was there. How do you like that? Oh! And, Nick, if you're listening, because, you know, I know Nick from way back, and he's, uh, you know, about Nick. He's an asshole. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, we uh, know each other. So I ordinarily don't go out of way my, my way to shine people. I mean, unless I hate them like poison, which I don't hate him. I mean, uh, he's just, uh, he's an asshole. Right. So on the way out, I probably, because he was a couple of tables next to me, and we had seen him sitting there. He was facing the other way, thank God. Always always the back of his white head, head with his white hair. But uh, I ordinarily would have said, hey, Nick, how you doing? But on the way out, I was so euphoric. Why was I euphoric? Because the waiter who's waited on us many times up there came and brought the check at the end of the meal, and he handed it to me because he knows me. And, he, and Greg reaches over, no, I'll take that. And I looked at the waiter. I said, boy, I bet you're not used to that, huh? And he said, no. I said, well, guess what? Neither am I. So I was so euphoric that I had this phenomenal meal, and I'm, I'm going to describe the whole meal. I'm doing Atkins, man. I'm eating great food like that meal last night. My blood sugar was 83 this morning. Oh! I'm doing great. I got energy back. I feel almost human now. Incredible. 
So I just mentioned in passing that somebody else actually picked up the check there last night, which is absolutely, positively unbelievable. In fact, I think that's a first, except for the time the restaurant picked up the check that other time. But if there are people out there that want to give me a song and a dance, that there's a better steak place. I know Hank loves Shula's, and that's fine. Everybody says Shula's is very good. But I'm going to tell you something. If there's a better steak in this town than Ruth's Chris, I've never eaten it. If there's better meat, I've never had it in my mouth, okay? I had that ribeye, you know, the ribeye. And, of course, they, they broil all their steaks in butter. And so when they bring it to the table on that platter, it's sizzling, and the butter is like spattering, and you have to put your uh, napkin up like uh, almost to your puss to make sure you don't get burned and uh, spattered by it. And the great part about that is that it makes the steak juicy and tender, like it says on those spots with Ruth uh, Fertel, whatever her name is. Like she says, even and it's a big-ass steak, but even when you get to the last part of it, which I didn't leave a drop, it's still juicy and great because it's uh, boiled in the butter. Instead of most steaks that would be that big, would be dry like shoe leather by the time you got to the end of it. And a great spinach au gratin and those uh, sautéed mushrooms. Oh, my God, was that a meal or was that a meal? And the barbecue shrimp appetizer. I don't want to go on at great length, but I'm just telling you, I love that place. In fact, if I had to tell you right now my favorite restaurant in this whole town, all the years I've been here, it's Ruth Chris. I've been to Ruth Chris in Vegas, been to Ruth Chris in Toronto. I mean, it's just a great place. What's not to like? The only thing I don't like is where it is. I know there's one in North Miami Beach, which I've never tried that one yet. But over there in Fort Lauderdale, you know what I'm talking about. And they got the Rota. Why is it every year, I've been here a 100 years, every goddamn year you crazy people at the DOT do the same thing? They wait until the season starts, November and December, then they start tearing up all the roads. You know, when it gets a lot more congested, and we got 80 million people, which, by the way, I saw two more really, really bad wrecks today, one on the turnpike, one uh, near 595. But why do they do that? And like a Gulfstream over there in Hallandale, every time it gets close to the Gulfstream racing season, they start tearing up uh, US-1, Federal Highway. Why don't they do it during the summertime when there's light traffic and the snowbirds are all gone and we got a little bit of breathing room? Does that make too much sense? Uh -huh. That must be it. So anyway, getting back to my great meal at Ruth's Chris, and also the uh, teriyaki. Now, why do I keep saying that? They're not teriyaki. The Tyson... The Tyson Seasoned Beef Strips, which I'm finding it great to supply, by the way, at my uh, public saw grants. Thank you very much. This has helped me tremendously. That's the problem with Atkins. Like I've said before, it's boring, so you have to be creative. You, I mean, you know, steak and lobster every night of your life, all the butter you want. Well, you know, it sounds great. But is there anybody that really wants steak and or lobster every night of their life? No. I don't think so. I don't, no, not for me. Not unless somebody else is buying so I just thought I'd correct that rumor thing because he's, you know, he's very sensitive, very uh, neurotic, and uh, very cheap. But nevertheless, he is going to come up with a check for Center One. Thanks, Rimmer. Oh, okay in our book, okay? And uh, there is a decimal point before the zeros. I'm sure of that. Huh? What, what are you laughing about? I'm positive. I said, is it a big number? He said, well, more than two. Oh, God. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how are you doing today? Okay, sir. I heard the other day you uh you know you look at the obituaries from time to time. Yes. And did you see the other day who passed away? Archie uh, Moore. No, the the guy who takes the pictures at Pompano Park at the finish line. Oh no. Do you believe that? Well, I knew he had cancer. Yeah, he finally passed away. Oh, he was a great guy. What was his name? Oh God, I can't remember. What I his can't name either. Was. But he was a real good guy. And he worked at some other tracks his whole life, you know. He yeah, we had a succession. Life. We lost a lot of our friends at Pompano Park, boy. It was uh. First, it was uh, Ralph uh, Negro that used to be the major D, and then Alan J. Finkelson, my great close friend, and then we uh, and uh, uh, the uh, Eddie the uh, Baker. Did you know Eddie the Baker? No, I don't know Eddie the Baker. Well, Eddie, you won't know him anymore. And uh, now our photographer friend. 
seems to be going around up there at Pompano Park. Take care of yourself, Ted Snell. Okay, watch what you're eating, sweetheart. Ted Snell, great guy of Pompano Park, and he tells me now they bought a new radio. You know, they actually moved up in the world. He and his wife can afford a radio now and uh, listen to my show. But the days when I say nice things about what a great guy Ted Snell is, then I go to the track Monday. He says, oh, I didn't hear it. You heard it. I said you're a great guy, Ted. We love you. What's for supper? What's for supper, Ted? Yeah, he's a real New England guy, Ted Snell. Real New Hampshire kind of guy. You know those New Hampshire kind of people? You know what I'm talking uh-huh. Yeah, that's him. He's great. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing today? Okay, sir. Good, good. Uh, I wanted to call and uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, what's going on up there in Washington, D.C. Yes? You know, I, I, I totally agree with you, and... And despite what people think, you know, it's it's a little common sense goes a long way. And don't hang up on me when I tell you that, you know, I'm I'm Republican, but I don't absolutely... Why I, would I, I hang up on you because you're Republican? What does that mean? Well, you know, I don't know. I, you're, you, I just want a, a fair fair shake it. Telling you, you that I'm... to shake I, it? I, yes, I want to shake it, and yeah. I want to agree... Republicans aren't supposed to shake it. They're not even supposed to touch yeah, it. Yeah, see, that's so ridiculous, you know, and, and the fact that... Uh, but you that, got, listen, you got to face it. Your party's been taken over by a bunch of uh, lunatics by the uh, Christian he, coalition. Really and, other and, and, and you know what, Neil? You know, I, I, I hate I hate to say it, but since I'm in the car alone, I will. But I, I, I'm pretty much an atheist, so yeah. it's like uh, I don't even fit in there. But oh, I have right. to agree with a lot of the philosophies that 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 they uh, in terms of uh, politics, not this crap that's going on in Washington. Though. Yeah, it's a, it's a well, joke. this is nothing but a but it's a lynch mob is what they got going now. You know. I, feel sorry for the guy because it's like he, he knew that everybody was watching him and he's still you know even certainly what isn't the smartest guy for do, going out and and, and, and what about Henry Hyde like breaking up that guy's marriage and lying to that woman and he, saying that he wasn't married and uh, breaking up that guy's marriage I don't, I, I don't you know what and, and he got what I'm sure was coming to him and what about Newt Gingrich and all the blowjobs that he got so we could say that he never slept with abroad etc and so on I mean if, if every president could be impeached for having sex and lying about it from what we're hearing now all the way back to Thomas Jefferson maybe even Washington we never would have had any presidents uh, they kept getting tossed out yeah, well, you know, I mean, the, uh, I understand people, what's going listen, on there. People, listen, the higher up you are on the food chain in terms of your position in life, the more you're going to lie and try to cover up your sexual right. pride lows because it, 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 you have to. It's, it's for survival's sake. Anybody knows that. It's just common sense. And these sanctimonious assholes are sitting there. It's perjury. I mean, this guy yesterday, this shipper, skipper's David Schmendrick, whatever his name was, I mean, this guy should have got 20 years for overacting this asshole. And they're all uh, the land of the free and the home of the brave and liberty and justice. Get out of here with this crap. It's all an exercise. It's a waste of time. Each and every one of these people on the Judiciary Committee knows exactly how they're going to vote. Everything they vote on is going to be 21 to six, uh, 17 uh, Republicans against it. And that's it. Or 21-16, whatever the number is. Strictly partisan politics and dragging America through a bunch of crap that the overwhelming majority of people in this country don't want to be dragged through, do we? No. We're sick of it. Uh-huh. We've had it. Uh-huh. 1026 at 560 WQN. Where did you find George Rodriguez? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers got. Now, 
How's Dan Coach, the legitimate kid, doing up there in Indiana? Is he okay? Is he, uh... You turd. Yeah, how's he doing? We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. By, by the way, before we go back to take any more calls, because I had a lot of material to cover here, including our Senate one, that mail one letter today. Let me give the address again, okay? I'm sure there must be at least 50,000 people out there that would like to mail us 10 bucks or 5 bucks or 20 bucks. And just make this check out to Center one, mail it to Neil Rogers, WQAM, and the address is 20295. Northwest 2nd Avenue, Miami, 33169. What did I say? 20295, Northwest 2nd Avenue, Miami, 33169. One check today? We're getting all that mail because these freeloaders want to win a truck, but we try to raise some money for charity and we get one check. Thank you, Flo, again. Thank God at least it was a $100 check. But anyway, yesterday, and of course, again, being the spokesman, I guess, for all these other silent people out there that don't have the balls or the will or the brains to say anything, isn't it interesting that today we have two articles, one in the Sun Sentinel and one in the Herald? Both David J. Neal and Michael Russo have discovered problems with the game clock continue to frustrate the Macarena, the National Car Rental Yenta Center. And it goes on about they hope the game clock that seemed to have a mind of its own during Wednesday's 6-5 win over Ottawa will be fixed by Saturday night's game against Calgary. The clock malfunctioned throughout the game. Steve Dangerfield says a computer failed during Saturday's game against Carolina, and then again it uh, meant the backup uh, failed as well on Wednesday. The third time since the game opened in September, there's been a problem with the clock. Even Bill Haley can't rock around it. By the way, he's dead. We've been in contact with him today and basically outlined the problem, said Steve, and we're upset and we're pissed off. And then it goes on about Terry Murray said coaching the game was difficult. I know that... Um, what the hell, Jacques Martin, that's the name of the Ottawa coach there, he was pissed off and foaming at the mouth, especially when the uh, horn went off. And the game had to stop. 14 minutes left in the third period. Ottawa's on a three-on-two break. They're just outside our blue line. They're making a move, and all of a sudden the horn goes off. Terry Murray says, I was pointing at the timekeeper one time to try to get an announcement so I could hear what was left so I could set up the last three or four shifts. And uh, he says, you're constantly looking up all the time to set up, uh, et cetera, and so on. And we had no idea how much time was left. And try to coach in a game like that is a bunch of crap. So it wasn't only Neil Rogers saying that it was totally unacceptable and Bush League and just an absolute nightmare. This is exactly what happened there. And unfortunately, Michael Russo and David J. Neal both, just in the coincidence, every day they both write the same thing. Whatever they go over there and the organization tells them uh, whatever the story of the day is, that's what they write about in their article the next day. Always the same thing. Sometimes with the same headline. What a concept. So they discovered a day late, but better late than ever, that there's a goddamn problem over there. And still nobody cares about the fact that you can't see the red lights when the ghouls go in. I'm the only one. Like that guy that called me right out of the box yesterday. Oh, it doesn't bother me. Well, great. I'm glad it doesn't bother you, sir. I'm glad that you have a good time not knowing when a goddamn goal is scored for sure. That's great. That's wonderful. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. I wonder who this could be in Boynton Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. All right. Please don't hang up on me. Meaning what? I have a different take because I'm a Republican. I know you say you... Well, what, what do you mean, please don't hang up on me? I know who you are. You do? We all know who you are, of course. Okay, good. Chronic. <laughs> Listen. Crank. 
Why, why do you think we're going to have a civilized conversation? What, what, what is this all about? We're going to have a civilized conversation. No, we're not. No, we're not. Every single day of my life, this asshole calls and uh, bitches me out and cusses and swears and carries on and has got nothing but, uh, you know, New York barnyard sounds to make like, <laughs> like that. And all of a sudden, uh, he's a Republican. Well, that explains it. Now I know why he's such an asshole, okay? At least we learned something from this guy today. I'm sure that's him. We don't have anybody in Boynton Beach that calls just him. We have an open line in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. I always love a call when they say, don't hang up on me, because that's, that's the surest way to a free passage to a free dial tone. Don't hang up on me. Yeah, there you go. Okay, here's uh, Miami Beach. Hello? Uh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Should I hang up on you? No, sir. Okay. How are you today? Great. Sir, I just wanted uh, to comment that I love your show. Love your TV show. Yeah. Tired of hearing uh, the deal about the president, Monica, who cares who got a blowjob. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm that DOT guy that you met on 595 the other day. Oh, my God. This guy nearly drove me off the road a couple of days ago. I mean, your enthusiasm was great, but uh, just uh, tone it down a little bit. This guy's barreling up behind me. I'm getting off on university to go uh, pick up my mail at my box. And this guy's, like, uh, barreling up on my ass. I thought, what kind of a lunatic? Then he pulls up next to me with a red light, and he stops the tow truck. Listen to this, folks. Not only waves. I mean, most people, they wave, they high-five, they flip me off, whatever. This guy gets out of the tow truck, comes over. I roll down my window. And he, I'm going to tell you, you got the firmest grip in the history of the human race. This guy broke every bone in my hand. Seriously. You've got the strongest goddamn grip, I'm man. I'm sorry, Neil, but... Whoa! A firm handshake means you can trust the person. Yeah, it means something, I guess. So I just wanted to say uh, hello and all that, and uh, great show, and I uh, enjoy listening to you every day. You make my days go by. It, so it, was, much great. it was great seeing you, pal. Take care, sir, Neil. Just uh, give me about two feet, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah, he comes roaring up behind me. I thought, God, it's a lunatic in this big-ass uh, tow truck. He's a good guy. Never stole a freight train. He's a Julio. See, there's the good Julio. I knew there'd be one or two out there. We have an open line at Dade County, 5670560. We're in a holiday spirit. Oh! We're raising some money for our charity. Everybody's in a great mood. We're going to get the clock fixed at the Macarena. Are we going to get it fixed? No. We're going to get those goal lights straightened out? No. Is Rimmer going to come up with a real big contribution for our... No. Okay, I'm just checking these things. So anyway, let me say it again. I didn't shine you, Sheriff Nick, okay? I forgot all about you. I forgot you were even sitting there. And when I got in the car from Valley Park and then I left, I got about a mile up the road. And I thought, oh, gee, I never even said uh, hello or goodbye or anything to Sheriff Nick. Because I'm not the kind of person who holds a grudge ordinarily. Now, with the evil sisters upstairs, I'll make an exception with them. But ordinarily, I don't hold a grudge. And, it, you know, just, it would have just been the uh, nice thing to do. But I forgot that he was there because I was so ecstatic and excited that somebody else had actually picked up the check. Oh! Even a waiter couldn't believe it. I bet you they were talking back in the kitchen. Bah, 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 bah. Can you believe it? Neil Rogers is here. And, sometime, and somebody actually uh, picked up the check besides him. Can you believe it? No. In fact, we were we kept looking up. You know, when people would come in at the restaurant, we kept, we kept looking up at the entrance to make sure it wasn't Rimmer and Farrell coming in. No, because I told them that uh, Greg was buying me dinner. I, we fully expected that they were. That was part of our discussion. What time is Rimmer showing up? Twenty-one. Oh, gee, what an accident! I just happened to be here. You mind if I pull up at the table next to you? Can I? No. Twenty-one before eleven at five sixty WQM. Gordon gives South Florida a major blowjob. All right. Do you ever wish that your family and friends knew their Bible verses better? Well, I have the answer to your prayers. From the makers of You Thank My Martyr comes a game the whole family can enjoy, Crucifixion. Crucifixion is not just fun to play, but it forces everyone to know their Bible. And it's easy to play. First, someone picks a word or phrase from the Bible, and the rest of the group takes turns trying to spell it. 
But be careful. If you pick a wrong letter, your little Jesus doll gets nailed. Um, I'll take a guess. Um, how about a K? Nope. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. After three nails and one spear to the chest, everyone loses. But don't worry, in three days you can play again. So run down to your local Crucifixion toy store and grab up your very own copy of Crucifixion. Why not play tonight? Comes with a small Jesus doll, nails, and a tiny spear. Fake blood, wooden cross, and hammer not included. Crucifixion, a product of Trinity Brothers. Oh, God. 1044560 WQM. We have a day at uh, the QM van yesterday up there in Plantation University in Broward by the Shell Station, which we thank profusely. We are uh, 1200 bucks. Oh! I was hoping for maybe, you know, four or 500. I thought 500 would be a major accomplishment. And then we were trying to get desperately right at the end. We got to that total to get us to an even 80,000 altogether, for, uh, you know, officially. And we wound up uh, over that. We did 1200 bucks total there because people showed up even after 2 o'clock. And our total right now, this is the official total, not the ongoing with whatever is in borders this week, et cetera. 80,486. By the way, Luann Winnick brought us a check for $250, which we appreciate very much. Does that change anything? No. But we do appreciate it. Here's a, um, does it change anything? No. Here's a mobile in Deerfield. Hello. On the floor? What is it? Throw it away. Thanks. Throw it away, yeah. Okay, throw it away and then speak to us. Hey, how you doing, Chief? Okay, sir. Uh, what, what were you throwing away there? What? No, I was throwing away all this crap. That's no, my don't car. throw away crap. I mean, they're wash. washing my car, man. I got, oh, okay. I got this Jamaican guy washing yeah, get my the, car. Oh, get the Jamaican guy to get all the crap. Yeah, the Jamaicans are good at crap. Yeah, man. Oh, you know it. Jamaicans really know their. Yeah, man. Anyway, the reason I called was the fact of the matter about the arena. I was there at the Ottawa game, man. Yes. Sir. What a what a ridiculous display. Bush League, a presentation oh. that's embarrassing at best. I took my I took a friend of mine that was. Uh, that uh, happens to be Canadian. He's from uh, Montreal. Oh, my God. He must have really been laughing his ass oh, off. Was... What kind of a Bush League bunch of losers are you down here? He's been living down here, I don't know, for the past few years. And, yeah. And, and uh, this guy a frog? Yeah, yeah, he's a frog. Oh, boy. But he's a good oh, friend of mine. And, and I'm a spick, so go figure. We oh, make how a, do you like that? We, we make a good team. Well, at least you smell better anyway. Oh, jeez. Well, anyway, <laughs> he was there at the game, and we just, we just couldn't believe it. It was just yeah. like he was saying to me every, like, five seconds, didn't we buy a new stadium? Because he lives in Broward County. Mm -hmm. He owns the place. And it's like, didn't the people of Broward County pay for yeah. a new stadium? And doesn't it look great? I mean, you know, everything looks so great. It, it if it does. just worked, if it just worked, it would be sensational. Everything looks, you know, brand spanking new because it is. It, it looks shiny and glitzy and exciting and, uh, and uh, it's all crap. We go outside to smoke some cigarettes on the terrace. Yeah. And the doors just can't stop slamming. It's like the hydraulic thing that, that holds them to keep them from slamming. Right. Just, they don't work. It, 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 like, like the escalator out front also don't work. In fact, uh, when we came in, it didn't work. When we left, it still didn't work four hours later. Every time we heard the door slam, we just, like, laugh our butts off. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, talk about getting screwed. Yeah. The people of Briar County got screwed. But how come, how come yesterday I'm the only one screaming about this? You can't see the goal lights when a goal is scored. Uh, the clock, the penalty clock, the time clock. I love the that penalty clock. clock. 14 minutes are left in the period, third period. And the horn goes off. Yeah, how did you like that? Oh, Everybody that out there comes yeah. to a halt, and the clock says 0. Point zero, and the referee, Mick Magoo, looks around like, what kind of a joke is this? And I just got up and clapped my hands. Yeah. I was saying, hey, game's over. Well, thank God the people were having a good time. Go they were doing the wave with the Panther Patrol. They're oblivious. That's the good part about our crowd. They're oblivious. They don't know what, They don't know from it, and they don't care. All right, Chief. Have a great day. You take it easy. And tell your friend to uh, get, take a shower. Will do. Okay, see ya. 13 to 11 at 560 WQM. We have an open line in Broward. If you move quickly, 5670560. Oh, uh, Chris Reed's on our way to a Kindle somewhere, which we'll tell you momentarily. Did we decide where we're going to go or what? Not yet. Where he's going to go? We don't know yet.
a simple no would have been sufficient. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> he's working on it, okay? We'll find a good spot down there in Kendall. Right there by Shorty's Barbecue would be good. Or maybe out there in West Kendall where we got all the Yidlach out there would be real good for us, huh? Spix and Yidlach. As, a, as opposed to North Miami Beach where we got Spix and Spooks up there now, basically. That poor uh, Sheila that wrote that letter to the editor, the other, I feel so sorry for her. Sheila, will the last Jew uh, bring her mezuzah, okay, leaving North Miami Beach? I mean, get serious, sweetheart. There's no Jews left up there, are there? Or no. Besides her? Better look around. That's why there's no Hanukkah stuff in the stores, because it's all going in there, honey. Get with it. What do they want Hanukkah stuff? Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. You know how you know that North Miami Beach has changed? How's that? Right across from where Corky's used to be, the right. house of Popeye's Chicken. All right. Now we're talking. All right. There you go. Isn't that, can you believe that Corky's is not there? Yeah. What, once that Corky's that that disappeared, that was the end of this entire town as we once knew it. Absolutely. I mean, it was bad when Prince Hamlet disappeared, well, and New York Steakhouse disappeared. And, uh, well, those disappeared. Corky's just moved. Oh, they did? Yeah, they're in Pembroke Pines or something like that. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's in Broward. I mean, it's, uh, it doesn't count. And what about when uh, the famous closed? Have you been here long enough for that? Yeah. How about when the famous closed? That was the end of the beach. I don't care all this crap about South Beach and the Art Deco and all those drug addicts. I mean, uh, that was the end of the beach when the famous closed down. Oh, absolutely. Uh reason I was calling, first of all, was about that fax you got earlier. But I also wanted to, to mention about you mentioned earlier in the, in the week that Michael Zaslow passed. Yes. I was so sad. Isn't that terrible? And the way they treated him, how badly on Guiding Light, because he was sick and they didn't know what it was, and his speech slowed down, and they just summarily uh, dumped him. And uh, evidently, a lot of women who watched the show uh, started a whole big thing about that and wanted to boycott the show and et cetera and so on. Well, he turned out he had Lou Eric's. Right. And now that fifty-four they're, years old, he died. There was even a thing on the web. He had his own web page uh, called Vaz's Angels. Right. Uh, yeah, he did a lot of good things. You know, he took his own adversity, and he tried to do a lot of good things, and he started an organization, and he was a, he's a good guy. And he 25 did a, years he was on that show, and they just blew him off like, uh, you know, like so much chopped liver. And he, he did an appearance just a little while ago on One Life to Live because he played a character on there, too, right, a, a right. concert pianist. Right. And he seemed to be doing so well. Mm-hmm. He was so sad Well, he was no Dinah, I'll tell you that. I know. But I wanted to turn How come Dinah like couldn't die instead? <laughs> exactly. I wanted to confirm what that guy said about the noise. Yeah, are you hearing the same thing? I've heard that for months. And, and the only thing I can figure is when I watch the TV show, it seems to be because I think... No, no, yeah. wait a minute. On the TV show or on the radio show? On the radio show. You hear noise in the middle of the comedy bits? Yeah, it goes like... All, all of a sudden. Oh, my God. All I can figure is for, for how what? long? Um, ten seconds. Ten seconds? Or, I don't know. It depends. Uh, it depends on uh, what's going on. I think what it is is you're moving around the room and there's a short and some wire or you're brushing up against but I'm not, something. No, I'm not moving. I, I sit right here like a, like a lead weight. I don't move at all. I've seen on the TV show during the bitch you're fooling around with things in the room sometimes. Very rarely. Very well, rarely. It, well, I sit it, here as motionless as a dead man. It doesn't happen every time, and it doesn't happen every day, but it does happen. Okay, now wait, let's try it. Listen. <laughs> do you, now, do you hear anything, <laughs> no, seriously, do you hear anything in the middle of that? Well, that happens every day. Yeah, but see, there you go. That was clean, right? Right. Good and clean. Absolutely. Okay. But well, you're we check on that. Uh, maybe when we get out of the studio, if it ever happens, you know, in the next 20 or 30 months when we get out of here yeah. uh, and get upstairs, maybe I'll, we'll give it all this technical uh, business. Right. Right. But I, but he's not imagining things. Well, that, that's terrifying to me. I, just, I never heard that before. How could we've been on almost a year now in this studio, and that's the first time I'm hearing about it. Well, I've never called to mention it because I, I was just how, always... how, often, how often would you say that happens a day? Like I said, it doesn't absolutely happen every day, but it does happen quite a bit, and mostly during the, the this even happens sometimes during the commercials. 
That's why oh, I, think, uh, I don't care about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But sometimes when we're out here recording bits and we'll be in the middle of it, and all of a sudden the, the sound just goes, and it gets very frustrating. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll check it out. Okay. Have a great day, sweetheart. You too. Thanks for the bad news. Okay, we have an open line abroad. More technical problems here, right? Is that what we're hearing? Uh -huh. More technical problems. By the way, I forgot to say hi to Sheriff Nick on the way out last night. I was so euphoric. That was Greg Reed is standing holding up the doorway, by the way. Great meal, man. A great meal at a great restaurant. In fact, even they were impressed. Even the Reeds were highly impressed. Saying, oh, this is pretty damn good. And you notice uh, when the waiter came out to take away the plate, I said, you can tell I didn't like it. It looked like I had licked the plate, that the steak and all the other stuff was on. There was nothing. There wasn't a morsel. There wasn't a crumb left on it. That's how good that place is. And if we stock up real hard, maybe next time it'll be free. Okay, here's a, a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Great. Yesterday you uh, mentioned something about Congressman Barr. Yes, that Nazi yeah, with a little mustache, yes. Yeah, and you, and you made a reference to his mustache. Adolf I don't know how right you were. Um, there was an article I saw it early this morning on the Washington Post website. I don't know if it's still there or not. There's yeah. a link to it on the front page about a speech he gave to a white supremacist group recently. All right. And if you can get a chance to get a copy of that article. <laughs> it doesn't um, surprise me. I mean, you look at him, you can tell most of his relatives are in Aintree. The guy is from Georgia. They're upriver in Aintree, his crowd. It's astonishing. You really should read it. It's not a very long article. And this guy's on this committee. And by the way, who do you think is on there right now? Mary Bono from California, Sonny Bono, who, who doesn't know her ass from Sonny's elbow, who is like clueless, like, what am I doing here and who am I? You know, and she's also on this Judiciary Committee. And we're, we're supposed to be sitting back. The whole world is sitting there hinging on these dodo birds who are sitting there just, uh, bah, 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 just repeating the same crap day after. Why don't they just go ahead and get it over with already and stop with the uh, verbiage? Well, everybody knows it's horse crap, but this guy is a Nazi, so you should get this Absolutely. article. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if you checked his wallet. He's got a uh, card in there. All right. Go okay, for it. Okay, thanks for the good news. Nice. You have that little mustachioed Nazi from Georgia, Bob Barr. And, of course, when they do the interviews, they've all, they always have to, uh, you know, go for the, it's either Barney Fag or it's uh, Bob Barr, okay? Which I enjoy, Barney Fag, except he'd stop lisping so much. But, uh, you know, he's, he's great. But Mary Bono, she's, she's a simpleton. She's almost as dumb as Pat Schroeder from Colorado, who's a Democrat, by the way, and a real simpleton. Not just Republican simpletons. There's plenty to go around in both parties, okay? And guess who Larry King has on, by the way, last night? Which I watched for about two seconds just as I'm scanning the channels. Let me give you a little hint. Yeah. Little elephant ears there, Dumbo, uh, Ross Piro, pontificating. Well, about how you roll up your sleeves and you do, 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 and they got all this corruption, but, 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 and I got the answers. Oh, my God. Just in a rut. You know something? Tammy Faye was right. The media needs a, a group lobotomy. They're out of their minds. They're crazy people. They're, all, they're nuts. I'll give you an example. The latest big deal in the media, which I'm sure you're not aware of because you probably don't even know who he is. Even Barry Jackass in his column in the Herald this morning. And by the way, Greg Reed hates you, Barry Jackson. But at any rate, no, seriously, so... Um, this this morning I'm reading his column, and he writes at the very end of it about how, well, uh, even though we don't have Fox Sports News on any of the cable down here yet, they're negotiating with Sports Channel and Sunshine to try to make sure we get in there by January, whatever the date is. So Keith Olbermann's show on Fox Sports will be there. Now, do you know who he is? Of course he wouldn't. He used to be on ESPN. And he's, he's you know, he's okay, just a caustic commentator, you know. And then he was on MSNBC for several months. And I give him credit at least for saying he got out of there because he couldn't stand any more of this uh, Bubba Gate crap. He was fed up with it. But uh, and so now he's going to be on Fox in January. Keith Olbermann. Like, he's, he's got a great voice. 
But, I mean, is, is he like a great journalist? No. I don't think so. Is he like a big deal? No. But this is the new deal now. We're supposed to be excited about that. That Keith Olbermann's going to be on Fox Sports Network, and like America is shaking and quaking from that. I, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Other than the fact we do have a lot of very dumb, vacuous, shallow people out there. But other than that, I, I don't get it. Who the, who the crap is Keith Olbermann anyway? I mean, I know who he is, but uh, never stole a freight train. He's an okay guy. He's got a good voice. But, uh, I mean, he's not going to say anything that's going to change my life. He's not going to say anything profound on there. All of a sudden, he was another one of these guys who uh, went from being a sports guy to, oh, he's going to be a, he's going to be a great uh, news guy. He's going to be a, a commentator on MSNBC. Uh, well, based on what? Didn't he learn from Tony Cigaretto and Campbell Martian and all these other uh, sports uh, jerks? Oh, by the way, uh, Tony Martian, I mean, or Tony Cigaretto, is messing him out with the sports department over there. And actually, ripped Joe Rose on the ear, by the way, is the rumor I'm hearing. You better leave the little dog alone, okay? You little wop. Tony Cigaretto, man, what a piece of turd he is. Four minutes before 11 at 560 WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's Friday, you bastard. Outrageous. A couple more checks trickled in here for Center One, so with 80,546. They're taking a caravan, Sam and uh, Chris, down to Kendall today. We'll let you know exactly where in just a very short time. So we're going to have all kinds of vans and all kinds of QA merchandise and T-shirts and crap, plus, of course, our best of meal stuff to raise some cash today, lots of it. Got a nice letter from Jim Walsh along with his check. Apologize to you, Jim. Sorry. Well, actually, he was. He says he just come back from Vegas, called me on my, or I had just come back after Thanksgiving. And he said he was a first-time caller and a little bit nervous, but nevertheless, is what he says. And he called to recommend a book. But as I recall the call, and I remember it very well because I did blow him off, and he mentions that in the letter, but he's not pissed off about it, thank God. But nevertheless, uh, he says that uh, the book is James Dobson's War on America by Alex Mogerly. As I recall the call, he said it's a book by James Dobson. What he meant to say it's a book about, remember that? That he wanted everybody to read, and I thought it was a right-winger promoting James Dobson's right-wing propaganda, and I said, to you. The book is James Dobson's War on America by Alex Mogerly, 1997 book, a scathing expose on the largest organization of the religious right that illustrates the behind-the-scene, day-to-day hypocrisy that these people practice and leaves the reader no doubt as to the great threat the Christian right-wingers pose to further erode our civil rights, etc. and so on. So thank you, Jim Walsh, and I apologize for hanging up and assuming, but you uh, told it wrong. Okay, get it straightened out, and next time you won't be so nervous. We have an open line in day one, and oh, by the way, here's another fax. That gets me very depressed. It says, I thought it was only my headphones that made noise, but now I know it's not me. How do you like that? It's happened ever since you moved to QIM. It's only a year. How come they're waiting this long to tell us about this now, huh? It lasts for three or four seconds. It happens on comedy bits as well as commercials. Sometimes it also seems like the station goes into delay afterward, so it might have something to do with that circuit. We got a we got a uh, we got a jerk it on the circuit is what the problem is. Somebody's jerking it on the circuit, and uh, we're having a serious problem with it. 
So better late than never. Thanks for telling us about that. And I'm sure that our crack engineer, George Corso, in his spare time, <laughs> since he has so little else to do, he'll probably uh, stick his nose into that. And he's got the nose to do it. Or maybe he'll borrow Joe Costello's nose and stick that one into it. By the way, how's Joe DiMaggio doing? Dead yet? No. But getting really close. I know we got that one that one oversensitive crowd out there. I mean, uh, what, what am I supposed to say? Are we supposed to have a nervous breakdown because a guy that's 84 years old with one lung and been sick in the hospital for a couple of months now might die? I mean, am I supposed to say, oh, gee, what are we going to do, you know? What are we going to do? The guy 84 years old, plus he was married to Marilyn Monroe. Huh? Got that museum after him up there that you were telling me about that I didn't even know existed. He's in a song by Simon and Garfunkel. He's America's last link to our uh, innocence. Huh? They got his uh, thing out there in Yankee Stadium. What more could a guy want? He lived a full, rich life, even in spite of smoking all those faggots. And he might live to 94 or 104 if he wouldn't have been smoking all that and lost his lung, et cetera, and so on. There's a message to all you kids out there. If you want to live to 104 and be old enough to move to Cemetery Village, you better quit smoking those faggots right now. In fact, isn't that what they're going to be saying at that rally tomorrow at the Orange Bowl? Stay away from those faggots. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Um, what a great meal last night. I sat right in front of you. You did? Yeah. Tall black guy with his girlfriend and father. Oh, yeah, right. You guys came in like kind of a midstream, right? Yeah, yeah. What an excellent well, How come you didn't say hello? As a matter of fact, that was very nice of you not to say hello. I thank you for that. I was going to, and I, you know, I don't like to be disturbed when I'm eating. Now, especially so in Ruth's Chris. I mean, that place is so good. You don't want anybody, any pain in the ass bystander that's coming by Ruth's Chris. You want to savor every bite. Absolutely not. I've, I've eaten at Bones and a lot of the, you know, the top ten steakhouses that you see in the magazine. Right. And I'll tell you, Neil, this, I mean, that steak last night was just a real, really good meal. What my kind did you have? What kind of steak did you have? I had the filet last night. Uh-huh. And my girlfriend had the uh, petite filet. Oh, believe me, try the ribeye, though. If you want, I mean, the, the others are great, but the ribeye is so juicy and so tasty that I can, I can taste it right now. Yeah. It, it, it is a good, it, it's a good meal. I've eaten at Shula's a couple of times. And yeah. You know, I don't have to add nothing, but I, I really do like Ruth, Ruth Kirsch a lot better. Yeah, everybody I talk to, except Hank, and of course that's his sponsor, and I understand he loves that. In fact, I don't know if Hank has eaten at uh, Ruth's Chris. Maybe we'll take Hank over there one of these days. There you go. And straighten him out. And the next time you're in at uh, Sawgrass Publix, give my brother a hard time. He's a bakery manager there, so give him a hard time and straighten his ass out. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, pal. Thanks. There you go. That was very nice of them. See, a lot of times you go into a place and uh, people come over, pain in the ass. Hey, Neon. Yeah, just get out of here, okay? I'm eating a great dinner. And these people were very nice. Now, exactly who they meant, because obviously they were the only Schwarzes in the restaurant. But, I mean, uh, they were very nice and sitting right in front of us. Oh, and I forgot to ask the guy if he saw Sheriff Nick Navarro. See, Sheriff Nick must have thought he was the most important person in that joint last night. He didn't realize there was a superstar like me in there. And, uh, yeah. Now, he's all right. He... In fact, I, I want to say this. I bet you Sheriff Nick wouldn't have wasted his time raiding that Sun Cruise, all that bull crap, like Ken Jenny and the Bob. No, seriously, I bet you he wouldn't have wasted his time with that unless he could get a lot of publicity from it. Oh, they did? Like I said, he would have done it. No, seriously, if I would have thought of it afterward, I'd have gone over and said, hey, how's your buddy a Preston Hen from the uh, swap shop, baby? How you doing, old Nick? You douchebag? He was, ah, <laughs> yeah, whatever you say. And then after I walked out, he would have badmouthed me, and I'm sure he did anyway. See, I don't care about that. Doesn't it doesn't bother me in the least bit because I know that there are people. I mean, don't you know that that there are people behind your back that just rip you an ass all the time? Even you, even me, even you. Which I mean, you're about as uh, generic as it comes. I mean, George is one of the most generic human beings. Just gets along with everybody. In fact, uh, you know, I just I I just can't imagine why anybody would despise George except maybe the water Nazi up there. She hates everybody. Oh well, no, at least she's consistent. But other than screwing, she hates everybody in the building. Hey, whatever you say. There is no water, not you know. So why shouldn't she hate you? Doesn't even speak to you. 
well, I guess that's guilt by association because you produce my show, therefore you must be a real prick. Rhymes with. But, uh, yeah, so there, yeah, who cares about that stuff? You know, and again, also you have to consider the source. If somebody you respected was calling you an asshole behind your back, then you'd say, geez, what did I ever do to them? You know, you might be a little bit concerned about it. Here's a Deerfield. Hello. I can answer your poll question. Yes, sir. Here it goes. Here it goes. Okay, two days in a row now with this guy. Two days in a row. Elvis Presley or Joe DiMaggio? This guy, it well took him since the end of the show yesterday to get that all queued up. Either that or he had, was that Bob Lincoln singing it in the background? Uh -huh. Oh, boy. Oh, do I remember that trip. Do I remember that trip from hell? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and guess what, Greg Reed? Oh, you'll, you won't believe this. What he suggested at dinner last night, right in the middle of a delicious meal. I almost upchucked my great ribeye right there, right on the table. Guess what he suggested? A, st a QAM station group, well, I mean, with the audience, a group trip to Vegas. What a great idea. And I said, no. No, 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 no. That's what I said. He said, yeah, but, you know, Hank, uh, we can get him involved and you and, uh, and I said, no. Woo. Great dinner last night. Appreciate it very much. We had a great time. His wife is a lovely lady. Had a super time. Even John showed up for a free meal, which he never misses at Ruth's Chris. But uh, just save the uh, that suggestion. Just put it way back in the recesses of your mind, okay? Because is that ever going to happen again? No. Not with me involved, okay? You want to go to Vegas? There's planes leaving all the time. Have a great time. You'll love it. It's sensational. Am I going to get involved with that crap again? No. No way. I'll tell you where I always am happy to get involved, and that's the pizza loft. In fact, I understand there's a lot of stuff involved going on over there. That's what Jeff Cohen tells me, mostly having to do with food, some other who knows. But anyway, you want a great meal, lunch, dinner, late-night snack, in the middle of the afternoon, you're jones in some really great, fresh, delicious Italian food. Pizza loft is the place, baby. It's a miracle. In fact, we kissed the ground that a pizza loft came to Broward. Start out with your favorite any pasto. Choose their uh, ch check out the garlic rolls. By the way, the best in the world. Choose maybe one of their combination dinners featuring veal and eggplant and chicken and stuffed shells, lasagna, which is award-winning, manicotti, and all your favorite sauces, whichever ones you like, are ladled on there for you. They got the uh, strombolis and calzones, super subs, chicken cacciatore, tortellini with cheese sauce, ziti and spaghetti and meatballs and sausage. Three different kinds of great pizza. And Pizza Loft's got express lunch specials for you business people out there that don't have a lot of time to diddle around for lunch every day. Just phone or fax your order in. It'll be ready in no time. Call them at 954-916-8880. Tons and tons of free parking in the Pizza Loft Plaza right beyond Pier 1 Imports, 3514 South University Drive between Griffin and 595, right next to Nova Southeastern and Kitty Corner from Sadie's Buffet. Oh, How can you go wrong? Pizza Loft in Davie, it's out of this world. Not the uh, fastest, not the cheapest, but absolutely positively the best. And like I said, where's that damn billboard? You're a bastard. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. 
It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Mommy. Mommy. You're, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? It or? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to make it an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Oh. Oh! Woo! It's 1116 at 560 WQM. God, I haven't laughed like that since uh, I saw Nick Navarro last night. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And by the way, Sam and uh, and Chris, the nephew, are on their way to Kendall to the Town and Country Mall, which I think that's uh, 107th and Kendall Drive, I believe, since I lived there for five years. But the expert in here, the Julio uh, neighborhood expert, what is it? I think it's more like 117th, but since the term park. I do not think so. I think the Town and Country Mall, well, maybe I'm wrong. What is the mall that's on uh, 107th and Kendall? There is a mall there. I haven't, I haven't been there, other than our thing at Borders and Kennelly a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been down there in a, in a coon's age. And who the hell wants to? It's so goddamn congested down there. But that's the good part of it is it's so congested, you'll pull it off the road. It'll give you a break from all the traffic, and you'll uh, bring us a lot of money for Center One. And they're going to have all kinds of good crap, and they'll be there at noon. And setting up at noon, and we're going to raise, if you think we raised 1200 in uh, Broward yeah, and, uh, yesterday, it was great. Wait till you see what we raised in Kendall today. Uh, I'm, I guarantee, no, seriously, I bet it's going to be great. It's going to be big. Here's Boca. Hello. Yeah, who was that? Uh, Buffalo Bill. Was that Phil? Henry? No, no, it was not. It was Buffalo Bill. Oh, okay. I saw uh, lunatic. Al Goldstein on the Sally Jesse the other day. He was taking up two chairs. Yeah. That's a gay club, you moron. Yeah. But uh, that Phil, Phil uh, Wexler, he's doing an excellent job. But what's with that Mary Bono? Have you seen her? Yeah, she's a, wow. she's, cool. she's a space cadet. She's surly and everything yeah, she like keeps that. looking around Carry like, uh, what am I doing here, and what am I supposed to say now, and what do we do now, and can I put on some makeup? And uh... I think she needs a little sex, like anal uh, Georgian style. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I, when she looked at Bob Barr and started singing, Ooh. I got you, babe, I thought that was, that was just carrying a little <laughs> bit too far, you know? Man, where did she come from with all that? Uh, from Sonny's bed, I guess. Yeah, get rid of her, okay? We got a bunch of bozos up there, and they're, and you know everybody's watching. And we're sitting back uh, passively, helplessly, and they're gonna drag us on and on. We got four articles of impeachment, and then it's gonna go to the full house, and then they're gonna pass it because, of course, this is all nonpartisan. Do we believe that? <laughs> oh yeah. And then we'll have a trial in the Senate, which there isn't a chance in hell that it's gonna be a conviction in the Senate. There is no chance. And Judge Rehnquist, that Nazi will be there. The uh, uh, you know Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice Rehnquist, will be there with his swastika on. Talking, Please. what is it? Uh, it is 117th and Kendall Drive. What did I tell you? Like you said, 117th and Kendall Drive. Well, there is another mall on 107th. But, oh, it's uh, the Kendall Mall is on 107th. 
Hey, listen, my memory isn't that bad. I remember those great old days in uh, Kendall. <laughs> Ooh. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Um, I'm getting ready to go get my passport. I'm going to start squeezing it. How is uh, uh, Italy this time of year? Cold. Uh, you no, know it's not real cold in Rome. It's in the 60s, I guess. I'll stick around just long enough to vote in one more election. I'd like to see what happens the next time the election comes around. Well, I got around. news for you. I, I, I can tell you right now that the Republican Party is, is destroying itself. It is self-immolating right now. Finished. This whole exercise that's going on, right? they didn't get the message a couple of weeks ago in November with the election, and now, I'm, I'm telling you, you watch, it's going to blow up in their face. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, it's going to be a landslide. Even George W. Bush, by the way, is going to have real problems, especially now that he opened his mouth a few days ago and made that stupid comment about only Christians go to heaven. He's going to have some real serious oh, problems. Hey. That fascist. Yeah, and a couple of weeks ago I was leaning towards him in a, in a presidential election, and now I have yeah. to... Uh, you just said just don't you, forget, only Christians go to heaven. Uh, one he more thing. Yes. I called you back in June in regards to the, the sounds that come in between your bits back in June. I yeah. said it was like a record scratching, mm -hmm. and your answer was maybe it had something to do with the phone system. That yeah. was what you basically... But if they're hearing it during commercials, then... Uh, I, and also during comedy bits, the phone isn't even on during that thing. Right. So I well, I mentioned it back in June, and it's like, it's really... It's, I, I usually listen to you on headphones. But how often does this happen? That's what I'm trying to get to. Is this uh, like a once-a-day thing, or once every couple of days this happens? At least... If you play, oh, how many bits do you average a day? Three or four? Two or four. Uh, two or One three. One every four. break, so okay. four, about 15. Figure, okay, out of two out of five bits, it happens. Two out of five? Yes. Every day. I listen for, to you for, every for day long? with my headphones. For how long does this go on? This this lasts for about at least five to ten seconds. Oh, my. Oh, And it's like Jesus. a record scratching. If, oh. if, if you're listening with headphones, it's and, horrible. And so, in other words, it, it cuts out the bit, and all you yes. hear is the scratching. Yes, and if you're listening with headphones, it just about kills your ears. And George is doing a great job. Love you, George. Okay. I'll see you in Rome. Thanks for the bad news. Bye. Boy, oh boy, this, what what a fly opener this is. We're almost to our one year anniversary on this station, and now that they're coming out of the closet and telling us, "Hey, we're listening." But uh, boy, have you got serious technical problems over there, Mister? Have you uh -huh. got problems? Two open lines in Dade County. Speak now or hold it forever tightly. Five six seven zero oh, five six. By the way, how about Abe Hirschfeld, huh? Boy, that's right. The tycoon who offered Paula Jones a million dollars to settle her sex harassment suit against the president has been indicted on charges of hiring someone to kill his former business partner in New York. He denies the charges, but nevertheless. Abe Hirschfeld was arrested late Wednesday at his Fifth Avenue home in New York. He was indicted on a charge of second-degree criminal solicitation, punishable by as long as seven years in prison. Boy! Crazier than a bedbug is what they say, Abe Hirschfeld. And also, by the way, we actually, for the first time in a long time, oh, uh, Xavier Suarez selling his home. Oh! Don't get too excited because he's still going to relocate in Miami because he really believes, talking about uh, having a screw loose like Abe Hirschfeld. In fact, that's a good marriage, isn't it? Xavier Suarez and Abe Hirschfeld? Sounds good to me. Uh-huh. But uh, Xavier really believes that he, somebody would vote for him. I mean, not dead people we're not talking about. We're not talking about people getting paid off. But like some legitimate voter, even old Cubans in Miami would vote for him. Is there any such person that would do that now? No. He couldn't get elected dog catcher, Xavier. Great uh, letters to the editor. One about uh, the Catholic bishop's faith. This is in the Herald. Failure to offer monetary support for the care of unwanted children would cause welfare costs to fall on taxpayers. It is more humane to abort than allow 20,000 children to be abandoned on the streets of Rio de Janeiro, the thousands who live in the sewers of Romania, or the very young who become slaves in India and Asia whom police shoot at the slightest provocation. Excellent letter, Celia Glance in Aventura. Another great letter from Brent McLaughlin in Miami. 
about Archbishop John Favalara's column, Michelle's Parents Choose Life. He should open his eyes so we won't be so astounded at our amoral value system, it says. We're a society that is convinced that God made a way for European settlers by wiping out Native American villages with the plague. We also believe that an eye for an eye is a great way of life, hence capital punishment. Many of us are growling about having to endure a few days of waiting before we can buy a gun. Above all, thank God for giving us bombs so we can enforce our political will on anyone in the world in the name of defense, of course. It shouldn't come as a surprise that violence simply is the non-negotiable American way of American life. Yes! There you go. Great letter, Brent McLaughlin. One of the uh, I, I couldn't believe anybody else in this town would actually say that, except yours truly. Except Damn God. Nice going, Brent. This is a violent, unacceptable country, and it's just a barbaric, Stone Age barbaric. People blowing each other away over a parking spot, over a uh, Furby doll, whatever the hell it is. You're you pissed me off, and so guess what? You're dead. And what time is uh, Judge Wapner on? We have an open line of date, 56705. Oh, he's not on? Well, okay, there you go. That's for you, then. I'm pissed off about that, too. Here's uh, Durrell. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning, sir. Buenos dias. How are you? Great. Uh, listen. Uh, Lost six pounds this week, sir. Oh! Get my energy back. I'm starting to move it back into gear. On the Atkins? Yes. Oh, great. Um, I want to clear up some stuff about that noise on the radio. Please. I've been hearing it for months. I never, yeah. I never called you about well, it. But let me ask you, how come all of a sudden today, this is like, you know, after all these months, I mean, the one guy, I do remember he called me months ago, but he was an isolated case. I thought maybe he was nuts or his radio was screwed up. But now all of a sudden everybody and their brother is chiming in. we got problems. Well, because everyone thinks that it's their own radio doing it. Right. I thought it was my well, own. their miracle ear might be shorting out. <laughs> I thought it was my own radio at work that was doing it because I do work with computers here, and I thought it was doing something. But then... Uh, when I would take my lunch and go in the car, I'd hear it also. And it does not last more than five seconds, Neil. No, it, it Yeah, but five seconds is a long time. It only lasts like two seconds. Oh. And, and it sounds like if you were taking a Brillo pad and like scratching it on the phone, you know, it goes for like two seconds. Hmm. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, well, we do scratch it on the phone sometimes, <laughs> not a Brillo pad. Though. A couple of things that I want to uh, agree with you that you've talked about before. In fact, with the rumor, in this impeachment hearing, they're suggesting that's one of the things that the president did. He was scratching it on the phone with Monica on the other end. But anyway. Um, one thing is you always say that in, in every work environment, there's always one Nazi. or There's one, at least one sugar in the woodpile. You're, absolute, you're absolutely correct. I got so fed up that every time I would go to a new, uh, let's say, workplace, uh, the person that was teaching me the ropes, I'd always tell them, okay, tell me who is the person. Right. Just so that the I would, trigger? That's right. Yeah, just so I'd be prepared, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, another thing is Eckerd. Never go to Eckerd. I, I love Walgreens. Right. Never go to Eckerd. Man of impeccable taste, yes. Especially here in uh, Dade County. Eckerd oh, closed. God, no, no way. And thirdly... Like I said, especially in Broward County, because keep in mind, the population in Broward is ten times as old as in Dade County. So you think Eckerd's is bad in Dade County. Just go to Broward sometime, you'll blow your brains out. And another thing is when you say that people uh, turn left when they have the arrow, and then they give them the red light and give you the green light, and they're still turning mm -hmm. and turning oh, and yeah, turning. Oh, yeah, eight or ten at a time, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, too. Welcome uh, to South Florida, man. Shameless request, please. Yes, sir? Girls don't fart. Uh, okay. Thank you. And have a great day. Bye. Okay, we have an open line in Broward 2 and date. If you move like lightning, baby, like greased lightning, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, the Hank Goldberg Show at 2, the Boogster at 6, Eddie Kaplan, the Compulsive Neurotic Gambling Show at 10. You're looking for glory hole. All right. I'm seething like a white. Christian, Oy. about the juice. 
and get home. How I'd love to bury those crime-killing fairies who don't know the Bible like I know. I'm sleeping like a white Christian And how we all must think and act alike And not to think whenever it's appropriate Yes, wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody in the world was white and Christian And looked the same and said the same things Boring? I don't think so No to me, that would be paradise and the Republican way. I'm seething like a white Christian And how we all must think alike All the gays, black and yet locked must die Oy. until everybody's Christian and what? Don't forget, George W. Bush, governor of Texas, says that only Christians go to heaven. Oh. So just keep that in mind. Oy. We have an open line in Broward, two and Dade, five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Our topic today is meat, as in roots, Chris steaks. I'm serious. I just every time I go there, it just blows me away. I mean, some restaurants you go to, it just blows, but this place blows me away because it is so damn good. And man, do I love that spinach au gratin, you know? See the Atkins. I'm going to get all pumped up about this Atkins again, and maybe even get some of the other people on the station on the Atkins who desperately need it, even if they don't know it yet. Here's another fax that says there is a noise that interrupts your show. It sounds as if a tape is rewinding on the air. It kind of sounds like like that. It's been there since you came back on here, which is only a year ago. Well, I told you this audience is a little bit slow. In fact, we got about 10 million people that are going to be calling me. It's just they're not getting around to it yet. I'd say in about six months. Well, seriously, there are a whole bunch of people uh, getting ready to call me one of these days, but not yet. Not yet. They're busy. Then here's another one. It says, just found out from an unidentified source that the electrical engineer in the new Macarena is named... Roy! How do you like that? Does that answer your question? Uh-huh. And his assistant is Bob from FBL. Maybe that might have something to do with the problems, okay? Roy! Yeah. Boy, they got problems over there. We got problems over here. Oh, and also, by the way, they can't hear QAM on the, uh, you know, inside the arena. It used to be 530 on your radio inside the Miami Arena. You could hear the broadcast with Christina Moran, and they can't hear it. And like I keep telling these people, what are you complaining about? We're doing it as a public service. I mean, you're going to learn anything about the game from him? No. Who the hell wants to hear some moron on the radio anyway? So there's another technical glitch, although uh, the rumor I'm hearing is it's from the inside over there in the arena. I, everybody, they're blaming us. We're blaming them. And guess what? George Corso, our engineer, don't have time to be diddling around worrying about the Mac Arena, okay, whether they can hear Christina Moron or not. We don't have time for that. We're worried about our glitch that we got here, which we're just now finding out about, thank God. See, maybe it's the fact that we're doing a show on the ISDN, because really what we do here every day is we're doing a show on a phone line, which sounds pretty good for a phone line. I mean, these ISDN hookups, and this, you know, uh, Hank does, and Boogster, they do Shulos, and uh, Hank does Sporting Brews, and those outside shows, for the most part, usually sound very, very good. 
Once in a while, Eddie K goes to the Bahamas, and it sounds like he's underwater. But most of these uh, things sound pretty damn good. The quality is excellent. Every now and then, they crap out completely, like the day that Hank was over at one of those joints and had to drive back to the station because they couldn't get it on the air. And we're like, hello, hello, that kind of stuff. But well, the great part about if and when we ever get in our new studios upstairs, like what is that, the year 2525, then we won't be, am I right? Am I correct? You're correct. All the stuff will be over here. The transmitters will be over here. The transmitters. Well, the control room and everything. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I mean. I don't mean the... Right. No, the tra- not the tra- The tower. The tower will be here right in the middle of the building. Yeah. No, no, seriously. In fact, we're going to stick the tower up. Uh, somebody... Correct. I want to mention her name. Yeah, we're going to be across the hall from the, the control room. It's just going to be a, a wire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We won't be, we won't technically be doing the show on a phone line anymore, so perhaps we can get rid of that. <laughs> that keeps interrupting me. In fact, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm, if, if we don't have the problem any day, just call and let me know by about 1.30, and I'll just do <laughs> like that so you don't feel like uh, you're missing out. No, seriously, there are probably people who don't even know they're listening to the Neil Rogers show some days because they're not hearing <laughs> like that. Right. And so they, uh, well, you know, like, what am I listening to? I'm missing something here. Like Linus and his little thing. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, uh, the reason that I never called you about that sound was that it happened often enough, and it's hideous sounding enough that I just assumed that it had to be one of the sound effects that you kept playing over and over on the show. That you, that you were using it to make fun of how cheap and bush league the radio station is, because because that that sound happens occasionally, not as often on your show. Uh, as on other shows. Oh, no, no, wait, man. Are you telling me it happens on other shows? Very rarely, yes, but very often on yours. So I was assuming you oh, would okay, have no, recorded it. No, listen, we can solve this. Does it happen on the morning show ever? Uh, I don't recall hearing it. I've only heard it on yours and Hank. Oh, okay, because Hank usually, like 90% of the time, is smart enough to do a show outside. So, again, it would be on an ISDN phone line. So I think that's the problem. Because the morning show, they're in the studio all the time, 98%. But I just think it's funny that you, you haven't known about it all this time, and that no. I, was, I was just assuming it was a sound effect that you were doing to make fun of, you know, the cheapness of the equipment there. Uh, yeah, like that. <laughs> the second point is uh, I was pissed off and fired up about the whole impeachment thing, and then I thought about it for a little bit, and I, I realized that, you know, this is really a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Because we know it's not going to go anywhere, right? Because it's completely part well, of there is There's no chance that the Senate's exactly. going to convict Bubba on a trial, because no matter how many... Lucien Goldberg's and Linda Tripps they bring forward right. because it takes two-thirds uh, vote, 67 votes. There's only 55 Republicans, and even if every single one of them voted to, uh, to uh, convict, they need 12 Democrats. There isn't a chance in hell it's going to happen. Plus, I already know that there's some Republicans in the Senate who have already said that they will not vote for impeachment. But I think it's a great thing that they're wasting all this valuable time in yeah. Congress on doing this one thing that's going to lead to nowhere when they could have been spending their time passing resolutions against flag burning, making abortion illegal, putting prayer back in schools, mm-hmm. all these things that they were supposed to do. Yeah, that well, they're well, not yeah, doing. Maybe they'll keep the fascists busy. That's a good point. So it's keeping them busy. I was really scared when the, you know, with the Republican takeover of the Congress that they were going to start doing all this garbage, uh, this kind of, uh, I don't know, flag waving or, mm-hmm. or politics stuff that does nothing for anybody. And they're not doing it because they're busy on this witch hunt that isn't going to go anywhere. So in actuality... Sexual witch hunts, that's time. what it's all about, pal. Have a great day. i got to run. you got to pop this up, this uh, guy. Actually would discontinue the sedation to see what his level of consciousness was. This morning when we did that, uh, he was totally unconscious and unresponsive to the stimulation. 
He developed higher fever during the night. Temperature was 102. His white blood cell count has gone up to 20,000. Oi! Uh, clearly a deterioration in the infectious situation. Uh, CT scan of the chest, which is a sophisticated x-ray, which uh, allows us to look into the real inner portions of the lung, shows that the pneumonia is worse. Oi! The organism that we're dealing with is a staphylococcus, and even with free antibiotics, unfortunately, we've been unable to get on top of this uh, bacterium. Uh, his vital signs, however, are quite good. His blood pressure is normal. Uh, he is off all blood pressure support medication as oh, God. and yeah. still maintaining his blood pressure. His kidney function is good. His cardiac function is good. How about Unfortunately, the central issue, which we've been dealing with over the past uh, two months, the lungs, uh, those are the things that really aren't good and, and are causing us our major problems. Oh, okay, that's, right. that's enough depressing news almost at lunchtime, okay? Joe DiMaggio, it's not looking real good, okay? I, I, you know something? This is more important than penis gate. It's more important than uh, anything. And I wasn't aware of that. So thank all you people in the media for letting me know that uh, Joe DiMaggio was this important. And I guess Joe Costello was right. He's the missing link. We have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line, 20 till noon at QAM. If it just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> Along to the gate square dance, got a great big zipper in the back of my pants. Get off the horse at the old barn door, got my saddle turned around, I'm a riding on the horn. Look inside, folks are dancing all around. There goes Johnny in his mother's nightgown. All the man left and all the man right, all the man needs is a pillow to bite. Give your partner a silly smirk. All join hands for a big circle jerk. Volunteers, all raise your hand. Who's going to be the next pivot man? Invite your partner home for a drink. Lick your lips and give him a wink with a great big smile and a great big nod. Let him know your gerbils did clog. All right. We need a hit, so here I go. Ball one. Why not? I'm trying to get with the program. I don't want to be a party pooper. I want to join in with her. It's like the thing at the hockey game. They're having a good time. Just because of all the technical problems and nobody knows what's going on with the game, they're still having a good time. They're watching themselves up on the screen. They're doing the wave. They're having a good, they'd be having a good time. 
That's why they can leave with like uh, 10 minutes left in the tie game. They don't go five minutes, whatever it is. They don't care. They're just having a good time. There's a little socializing going on. So I'm trying my best to uh, jump on the bandwagon and play a little... Uh... He's hit a good sophomore, Joe DiMaggio. Oh, Joe DiMaggio. What is it? Joe DiMaggio. Oh. Is that what it is? I want to hear from some... Oh, wait a minute. Pot it up again. Joe DiMaggio in a coma. Breaking news. Pot it up. The people agree. But what is that? You're on the wrong... See, you're on the wrong station, mister. We don't want to hear whatever perverted it's stuff you want. And as a matter of fact, here well, at the, the this hospital, there is a wing, the Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Okay, get rid of it. Okay, it's the same. He's in a coma, Joe DiMaggio. And... Oi! Now, I'd like to hear from some other people, because I don't want to feel like I'm out on a limb. I'm not insensitive. He was an American hero, although uh, a long time ago. Uh, are there other people who don't really care? I mean, the guy's 84 years old. It's not like he's uh, 50. He's 84 years old with one lung now. I want to find out if I'm out of step again, as usual, just like with Eric Clapton's kid flying out the window. I want to find out if I'm insensitive and a real son of a bitch. Am I? Uh-huh. Come on, let's hear it. Got one lousy caller on the board, because they're all running the TV. There he is. There's Joe DiMaggio. He's out there at Yankee Stadium. One of the uh, 4,000 times they honored him for being a uh, ball player and married to Marilyn Monroe. That's why they admired him, because he was married to Marilyn Monroe. They were jealous. Why the hell not? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eight. In fact, I guarantee you, we have people listening to me right now who wouldn't know Joe DiMaggio from Mushy Puppet. I I bet you that. I will guarantee you that there are people listening to me right now who wouldn't know Joe DiMaggio from uh, Frank Sesno on CNN. Here's a mobile in Weston. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, I was wondering, you think the Sentinel is going to run an odds line on if Joe lives or dies? Uh huh. Oh, that's in there this morning. What's that? It's in there this morning. Check it out. Page 28 on the uh, sports section. Check it out. Right next to the uh, ads for all the strippers, the, for the hookers, and the escort services. We have an open line at Broward. Joe DiMaggio is right on the edge. Don't tell Greg Kotex at the hero. They'll probably have a nervous breakdown. Because it wasn't bad. He couldn't handle the fact that George Burns actually died or whoever else he met. And Frank Sinatra died. Oh, my. Oh. American icons. I love that word, icon. I love that. He's an icon. Well, well what does that mean? I, I don't know. He's an icon. He's, like, important. Based on what? Well, he was a good ball player, yeah. Mickey Mantle was a great ball player. He died, and all they wanted to talk about is how he got a liver ahead of somebody else. Well, he shouldn't have done all that drinking. He got cirrhosis. Well, maybe Joe D. should have done all that smoking, okay? But at least he somehow survived till 84. And I'll say it again. Would most of us be happy to make it till 84? Yes! You bet your sweet ass. Man. But I guess, and, and Eddie the Pope, as you would know, of course, was Mr. Cornball, the greatest cornball in the history of mankind. He's got a glowing article there. What does this thing say? This morning in the Herald, the dignity of Joe DiMaggio. Oh, yeah. Ba, 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 says Eddie the Pope. The eagle has landed. The eagle has landed in Kendall at the corner of 117th Avenue Road in Kendall Drive at the Shell Station across from the Bennigan's. And they don't have any of the Part 1 CDs just right now, Stan is rushing over to the Grove to get them, but they yeah. have plenty of the Part 1 cassettes. He's rushing over to the Grove to get them because they're not selling our stuff right. in the Grove? Is that the reason they have a lot of extra merchandise over there in the Grove? I, I don't understand that. I think they hate me in the Grove. Uh-huh. I think they're a bunch of uh, closet queens in the Grove. Uh-huh. I don't know what their story is. Okay, let's uh, find out about Joe DiMaggio and whatever else. Maybe we'll find somebody that actually heard of him. Here's Cutler Ridge. Hello. Cutler Ridge. Going once. In Cutler Ridge. Going twice. Gone. Hi, Aaliyah. Hello. Yeah, I think Joe DiMaggio was a great ball player. And I think yeah, uh-huh. and I think you're a chronic asshole is what I think, okay? Chronic. 
two open lines in Dade, 5670560 in Palm 5. We're not looking for chronics, okay? We're not that desperate, okay? Just the sound of your voice is, is worse than that scratching sound that the audience is hearing on it. In fact, maybe it is your voice. That's what they're confusing with that scratching sound, like fingernails on a blackboard or on your rectum. That's what they're hearing. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Um, I don't know who makes me throw up more. Is uh, Dr. Laura or Henry Hyde? They're both the biggest hypocrites in the world. Yeah. And and also will never be more presidents because there's a bill that forty million dollars is going to be allocated to check out everybody who runs for president. So we'll never have any more presidents. Right. Now fifty-five million, I think. Right. And also, two in fact, million, they're going to be, you're going to have to have your penis inspected before you have a chance to be a candidate. And, you know, I want to know why every talk show host in this market sucks up to you. They yeah. will not say, they, they, like, like who? Who are we talking about? Oh, uh, like uh, SK. Mr. Ego sucks up to me. Everybody sucks up to you. Well, who else? Well, uh, well, he has no audience. So he wants to suck up to me, so I'll promote his uh, thing over there, which I have. I'm the only guy who even talks about him. Yeah. Well, well anyways, Neil. Uh, and who else? Name me, name me uh, twenty or thirty. Um, uh, Rick and Suds. Well, Rick and Suds are friends of mine. We work together. For, why shouldn't they suck up to me? Should they rip well, me? They shouldn't no, rip me. No, they should no. kiss my ass. Hey, I don't think anybody should rip you because I, I think Because I'm the greatest. That's right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, we have an open line in bro. What was he saying? Something like that. 5670560. Oh, maybe that was that whining sound. Like that. Is that what you're hearing? Is that it? Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll get to the bottom of this today. You mark my words. Forget about the engineering staff. They're busy with 8 million other problems. We'll, we'll work this out. They're busy over at the Macarena. So you can hear the... And by the way, don't come up to me and complain that you can't hear Chris Moron, okay, in the Macarena. Anybody that want, that needs to hear him, is there anything he's going to say that's going to add to your enjoyment of the game? No. It's going to give you any. I mean, you're sitting there. It's right in front of you, the goddamn game. What do you need to hear him for? He's not describing it. He's talking caca. He's talking Jersey crap. In fact, almost everything that comes out of Christina Moran's mouth is crap. That's right. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I bought both your CDs. Thank you. Uh, at Borders and Plantation. Great. Um, I have some information about that scratching sound. Yes. It just happened. It did? When you were when you played the George Rodriguez bit. I didn't play the George Rodriguez well, bit. Uh, it was like an intro to the program. Right before Joe DiMaggio bit. Oh, okay. When, you sw- when it transferred or transitioned from one to the other. Yeah. That's when the scratching sound. How do you like that? We'll get to the bottom of this if it's the last thing we do. At least it's something different. You know what I'm saying? It's something new and uh, better than the uh, hearings up there. Right. I was like everybody else. I thought it was my now, radio. Now, let me ask you this. Are you broken up about Joe DiMaggio because he has slipped into a coma? Does that disturb you deeply? Or... No, it does not. Okay, thank you. And have a great day. <laughs> oh, see, there's another bastard out there. I mean, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I'm not going to come in here and lie to you. If it was somebody that I really admired tremendously or that was a contemporary, Joe DiMaggio was not my contemporary. He's 84 years old. A couple of days ago, on Monday, I think, I was trying to ask for old farts. We had like two people. We, we, how many, other than my mother, how many people close to that age do we have listening? One in this audience? We just don't have that many people who really knew or grew up with Joe DiMaggio. I'm sorry. I hate to break the news to you, but most of those people are, uh, I don't want to be indelicate, but like, uh, dead. Okay, I said it. I'm sorry. Should I have said dead? No. no. They're, they're like, uh, they've passed away. Don't you like that expression? they passed away. They're dead. As opposed to alive, okay? It's not like they're... And then, of course, we got a lot of people down here, which it's uh, debatable. I was going to say, is there a stage between dead and alive? And then I forgot where I am. It's called South Florida. is like between, like purgatory. Like uh, sunrise. 
We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Jolton Joe. Won't be long now, baby. And, and, and you know something? He's got a lot of nerve to upstage the goddamn uh, impeachment, the speechment hearings going on up there. How do you like that? First, he had to stick his nose in there and mess with the Kennedys when he started diddling around with Marilyn Monroe. And now he's, uh, you know, picking a very inappropriate time to slip back. In fact, you know something? Maybe he was watching the impeachment hearings is what's put him back into a coma again. Oh! Sure as hell having a good, it's working effectively for millions of Americans, putting all of us into a coma. Watching this crap as they rehash the same bull crap over and over. And they're sitting there pontificating with their hypocritical bull crap. That's exactly what it is. They're sanctimonious bullcrap. I told you that months ago, and I'll use that term again. It's sanctimonious, hypocritical bullcrap, especially from that asshole. He can run, but can Henry Hyde? And he can't run too fast, by the way. Big, fat cow. Makes me look like a midget. Big, humongous, fatty waddles. Have you seen him? Gets up from there. He, his puppet, like, sticks straight out. Waddles. Four minutes before noon at five, six. Give me, give me a good slim guy that looks like in a pink, pink of health, like Ted Kennedy. <laughs> Four minutes before noon at 560 WQM. Well, we were out on our first date after eating at a Mexican cafe. While we were driving in my car. That was so that almost blew us both away. I asked her to cut the cheese, then she turned around to look at me and said, "Girl, don't fart. Girl, don't fart." She kept on telling me, "Girl, don't fart." But I used the odor permeated through my clothes and in my hair. I heard another deadly squirt. Then I held my nose and covered it with my shirt. I turned around to get her back. It's just a matter of time before another attack. So I asked if she was okay. Then she looked at me and all she had to say was, Girl, don't fart. Girl, don't fart. She kept on telling me, Girl, don't fart. But I Something that I'm spending a lot of time wondering. But I do. Why are farts funny? But I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think, to be honest with you, there's anything funny about them at all. You know? Unless you're intentionally sneaking one out, like on an elevator, to piss somebody off. Oh, I'll tell you a great story. When I was working at WJNO in 1975, and I had lost 100 pounds in the previous year, so at that time I was busy putting it back on, eating gargantuan meals. There was a place Bill Calder and I used to go to this buffet every day. Oh, man, it was a great, I can't, probably long gone. Can't think of the name. So I had just gone and eaten this enormous meal. And like about an hour later, I'm in the station doing some work, getting ready to go on the air in the afternoon or whatever it was. And I go to the uh, <coughs> magic room. 
make it a positive, and I am going to tell you, it was, I, I know it's the middle of lunchtime, I don't want to get too graphic, but I'd love, just suffice it to say, it was bad. I mean, it smelled real bad, okay? I mean, like the end of the world. And I walked out of there, thinking, oh my, and I'm, I'm saying to myself, oh, I sure hope nobody walks in here anytime, like in the next two, three hours, because it's embarrassing. And I walked out, and I walked down the hall, and far enough away from the uh, restroom, so that, you know what I'm saying, I was anonymous at that point. So I'm walking back up the hall toward uh, one of the other uh, rooms I was doing some work, and some one of our salespeople, I think, comes running out of the men's room, saying, oh, my God, it smells like somebody died in there. And I'm going to myself. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> with kind of a smug sense of satisfaction, knowing that I had chased him out of there. In fact, I think he did a number in his pants. I'm not sure which number, but he just couldn't handle it. Yes? $20. Well, okay, see, we're going to do this again like yesterday. Is that it? Uh-huh. Sam and Chris are there impatiently waiting. I told you yesterday we start with $20. Well, it's pretty slow. Okay, they're not there yet. We wound up with 1200 bucks for a set of one yesterday, and we'll do the same again today, or God damn it, I want to know what's wrong with those people down in Kendall. Sam and Chris have got the uh, vans down there, Town and Country Mall, 117th and Kendall Drive. We got the best of CDs and cassettes. We got best of Neil T-shirts. Shells. Oh. Shell. Shell. What did I say? Town and Country Mall. That's what I said, the Shell Station at Town and Country Mall. Now, let me ask you, how come we keep showing up at the Shell stations? Have they got something to do with this thing? Uh, I think we're in bed with them. We're in bed with them. Hey, that's great. We love uh, Shells and the gas station, too. So that's where we are. Go by there and uh, bring a check and pick up some stuff, and let's start raising some serious money today. Um, here's my goal. Here's the way I have this thing laid out. A week from tomorrow, Saturday the 19th, we're going to be noon to 2 at the Borders and Plantation. By the time we finish that day, that weekend, I want to be at 90 grand. okay, from a week from tomorrow. we got 80... Uh, We've got to have like 82 or 83 right now, minimum, based on you know what we don't know about Internet and borders and so on. So that's not unreasonable, is it? So if we can make it to 90 by the end of next Saturday, including that remote, that appearance, then that gives us two weeks to get another 10 grand. Piece of cake. And like I said, the Beasley's, no problem at all. Whatever shortfall they come up with, they'll throw it in there. Won't they? No. Here's uh, Perrine. Hello. Uncle Neil, how hey, you sir. doing? Great. First time caller, dark completed. Complected brother from Dave. All right. All right. Two things I want to talk about. You got me fiending for some Ruth Chris now. Mm. I had it once, and now you, you have me wanting to go back and get it some is, more It's today. just so good, man. It just melts Oof. in your puss, man. And uh, number two. Yes, sir. Jody. Uh, I do not care about him. a matter of fact, I want to make a request. Yes. Could you please, please play me one foot in the grave? Okay. Thank you. See, <laughs> is that what that's called? It's called One Foot in the Grave? What the hell? So. What is that? Disrespectful, you bastard, you prick. This is the end, man. You've lost contact with the audience and all rationality and any sense of decency that you might have ever had. One foot in the grave. They say that I have no chance to be saved. And see the light now. I'll be checking out. Before the night is cool The chairman of the board I was imposing Very soon I'll be Decomposing All right. Sammy and Dino Soon I will be with you Cool, baby one foot in that grave, someone call Barbara. I've got one foot in the grave. 
People are surprised that I am still alive. Didn't die in 95. I don't think I'll sing today. My life is fading far away. Woo! Made it through the night. This is surprising. Did not think I'd see. That sun arising. Not bad for a guy who's one foot in the grave. Cool, cool, baby. Nelson Middle and the Nelson Middle Orchestra. Where is Nelson? I'm right here. Is he dead? Not yet. Barbara, where's my money? I'll check it out, baby. Eight minutes after noon at 560 WQM. Let's hear it for uh, the chairman of the board, oh! and Dalton Joe, oh! a couple of American icons, whatever that means. That, that word just drives me up the wall, icons. Huh? Isn't that a ridiculous word? He's an icon. Well, what, what does that mean? Based on what? He was a ball player. The one guy was a ball player. This guy was a singer and a, uh, you know, never met a mobster he didn't like, and a thug, and a goon. We have an open line of date, 5670560. Basically, what that means is a, a product of media hype, I think is what it's all about. A, a pro- very effective product of media hype, and in their case, like, tremendously effective. But the Joe DiMaggio thing just floors me. Because years go by, you hear nothing about Joe DiMaggio, except once in a while he appears in one of those old-timer games at Yankee Stadium, or they give him an award or whatever. And that's all you hear. He was a very quiet, personal, uh, shut away from uh, the rest of the world, eating in the back of the deli den. And now he's dying, and it's like, oh, every five minutes we got to have a goddamn update or we just can't survive. we got a bunch of lunatics up there trying to, a lynch mob trying to get rid of the president, but we don't care about that. Joe DiMaggio is back in a coma again, you know. And, oh, oh, boy. Paul Simon's probably got spilkies just thinking about it right now. 12, even the Glam have spilkies. It's 1209 at 560 WQM. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, God, Neil. This is Debbie. Hello, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know that they would do it the right way. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Mommy. One moment. You, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. 
I understand that. Would you like to make it puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you in the time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> hello? Oh, yeah, hello. Oh, God, I can play that like every five minutes and still wet my pants. Where's June Allison when we need her, okay? Squirt, squirt. Uh-oh. You know, I just got, it's a good thing that I played that again to give me some laughter after reading this fact. I, I am so distraught, I have no words to describe it. I just received a fax. I, I must be getting slow, stupid, a combination of the above in my old age. Andy from Hollywood, who I thought was a long-distant part of our past, writes this fax, and when you hear it, you're going to realize how really stupid I am. It says, I think it's getting out of hand on a few issues. Number one, every time I call, George hangs up. Nice work, George. Number two, I fax you and you don't read it. I would like to ask you a question, but first of all, I want you to know that I come over to every game with my girlfriend and we always talk. I give you spy reports and you always seem happy to see me. My girlfriend is Chinese and I know you've seen her before. Neil, can I please call you once a month? No. Please. I have a lot of material, Andy in Hollywood. No. Now... It never dawned on me because I only saw Andy from Hollywood once, like a long time ago at the old arena, and immediately I registered in my mind, I forget who that is, I don't want to know who that is. And it comes over before the game, like on the game on uh, Wednesday night, the Ottawa game. And I'm never, I, who the hell is this? I don't know, he's just, I'm eight million people come over to talk to me before the game, some I want to see, and some like Andy, I don't want to see. And he starts a song and a dance with me Wednesday about how he called the station to complain that he can't hear QAM inside the arena. Okay, should, should that give you a clue right there? Uh-huh. What we're dealing with, somebody that wants to hear Chris Moore, uh-huh. who's supposed to be, a, this guy's supposed to be a hockey expert, Andy, but he needs Chris Moore to, uh, to listen to that during a game. Does that tell you all we need to know? Uh-huh. And then he tells me about calling the station, and he tried, you know, calling QAM, and there was nobody live, and it was a recording, and Andrew Ashton the Woods extension, and this one. He goes through a long kind of... And I said, listen, why, just leave them alone. I didn't even know who it was, this guy. Because he comes over like I'm supposed to know him. I said, just leave George Corso, our engineer, alone. He's got eight million other things to worry about. We can't worry about whether you can hear QM in your room. Now. Just watch the game, you know. And pop, 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 Yeah, and I do know he's got a Chinese girlfriend, and she seems very nice. And what she's doing with him, I have no idea. But, oh, my God. This puts a whole new slant on the whole thing now. That's Andy. I, I don't believe that. I can't believe I'm that stupid. Seriously, I know I'm dumb. Believe me, I know I get dumber by the minute. But I cannot believe that that guy is Andy from Hollywood, and I've been getting sucked into talking. Why, why doesn't he say that? If that's really him, why doesn't he ever say that? Because he knows that I'll immediately call the usher and have him removed. The answer to all of your questions, Andy, is no. Okay, if you got that, was that loud enough? No. There you go. Open line at Broward. What? We're up to 100, but it's kind of dead, he said. Well, that's not going to get the job done. What's, what's with all you people down there at Kendall, okay? The Shell Station over there by the Town and Country Mall, Kendall Drive and 117th. We raised $1,200 in Broward yesterday and uh, started a little bit later, by the way. We started about 1220 I think. Started this thing 10, 15 minutes ago, and we got 100 bucks. That's five uh, pieces. Now, are we giving away Dolphin? What do we got down there? Let's, let's lay a it out for crap. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of crap that we're giving away, too, for people to make donations. We got probably some dolphin T-shirts and D&H stickers and buttons and all kinds of whatever we got, which ain't much, but we got it. And we want to raise a lot of money down there between now and two because this is, this is the idea. Just like that mail. We did get two more, like I told you, little checks that staggered in here. But that's not my idea of a flood of mail. 
Like I come in yesterday, George says, oh, there's a pile of mail for you in there. I come in here, four uh, p- envelopes. And now five, yeah, one, but one of them wasn't a check. That's a pile of mail? Uh-huh. Not where I come from. Maybe it gave me piles looking at it, but that's not my idea of a tremendous response, especially compared to the old days. We'd come in and get a stack of mail every day, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100 envelopes. You know, we got time is of the essence. It's the 11th of December. We got 20 days left, which sounds like one day less than three weeks to raise uh, just under another 20 grand here. We can do it. But man, you folks out there are real recalcitrant and real slow. And down here in Kendall, you think that they'd be lined up from here all the way to goddamn uh, Key West down there in Kendall. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. Okay, you got four things I want to discuss. Real yes, quick. sir. Okay, first off, the reason that DiMaggio is an icon, look how ugly he is. He got Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I, I agree. I, like I said, I think that's his main claim to fame. That's, that's why he's an icon. Right. Okay. Uh, most importantly, uh, last night I finally tried one of those fish now, sticks. Is he an icon or an eyesore? Okay, I'm sorry. Go uh-huh. ahead. I tried one of those uh, fish sticks last night. Yes. Went out, took a bite, went back in, bought six more. Uh-huh. Now, where did you get them? Did you get them at I, the... I went to your mobile station right there. Ah, I told you. The mobile station is where you get the good uh, fish never... food and Ben and & Jerry's and fish sticks. Yes, mobile. I walked in there, a whole... Co- I was like, you know, where, where's this whole cooler full of that stuff? Right. It's like, oh, beautiful. They don't sell that in the regular store, though, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do? And in fact, if you go into Publix, if you go where the uh, where they have all the um, not not your regular ice cream, but where they have all the ice cream bars and that stuff, it, usually you'll find some in there. Like they have it like it's not like a single bar, but like a six pack of them. No, just single? just one. Oh, I see. I guess that's the same way with the little pints and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next thing I want to discuss was oh yeah. See, talking... see and then believe me, that's the safe way to do it because you know as well as I do, if they sold them like they do the Eskimo pies and those other things, like uh, twelve packs of twelve, you go home and eat all twelve. I know I would. I could do it. See, I'm a lot skinnier, though, too. I'm I could like, eat four of them on the way home in the car, easily. See, I'm only like 6'3", like 180, so I mean, I, oh could, afford, I could afford, you know, to you know, maybe eat Yeah, you got, you got some room to fill up there. You know, um, okay, but you were talking about, like, you know, they were running, I, actually, Kaplan last night was running a pool on when he was going to die. They were like, you know, you can pick the time and the date. Ed Kaplan was running a pool on when, who was, Ed Kaplan was going to die or uh, DiMaggio? DiMaggio. Oh, yeah, could, well, of course, Eddie will take odds on anything. He doesn't care. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's game. But then I think you get double or nothing if you pick his death. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then lastly, Andy, stay away from the phone and fax, you stupid MS. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> Excellent. Good job all the way around. We have an, I, 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 really, I, seriously, it takes an awful lot to shock me, but when you tell me, when that fax tells me that that's Andy from Hollywood that comes and accosts me before every game like I'm expecting, like he's my long-lost best friend in the world, and I'm expecting to see him. I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm absolutely lost. And the fact that, and you know, isn't it enough for him to come by and hock me a Chinese before the game, which I'm always very cordial, uh, isn't that enough? No. He's got to, like, uh, keep muscling, and we don't want to talk to you, Andy. You have nothing to say. Hey, that can't, I'm sorry, I, I don't believe that. No, I'm, I don't believe the facts. I do not believe that that's Andy from Hollywood. You're in denial. Yeah, because when he calls in on a show, he's such a simpering, whippering uh, nitwit who's got nothing to say. And uh, when you see him there, he's like, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that he's got anything great to tell me, but uh, like butches up a little bit. Now, most people are the opposite. On the phone, they're like a lot more uh, outgoing and a lot more ballsy, et cetera. And in person, they, eh, you know, tend to be a little lower on the wimpy side. That was Andy. He just called to say that's him. No. Yes. Please, please yes. don't tell me you just said that. Pretend, put a smile on your face. Pretend we're laughing again at that bit I played before. Pretend, put the lotion in the basket. There you go, Andy. Put the lotion in your rectum. There you go. And go see Dr. Ben Dover. We have an open line in Dayton, too, in Broward. Oh, this, uh, and we were having such a great day. I mean, it was just sensational. 
we were having a picnic here today with the ants. I'm usually saying without the ants. Now we got the ants. All, All right. right. Five six seven oh five sixty punk. Come on, I want to hear about Joe DiMaggio. I want to hear from some people that are uh, think that he was an icon, who think that he was the last link with America's innocence, with our past uh, America's guilt, whatever he was the goddamn link to. Maybe we'll hear from some old farts that used to eat uh, in the deli den. Now I'm sure that's the old deli den they're talking about. Remember the deli den? Uh-huh. I should do. I'm I'm talking the original deli den before they had whatever the hell happened over there. Did they have a fire or something? And then one of the former owners blew his brains out, some horrendous thing. I used to go there all the time. It used to be one of my sponsors. It used to go. It was a great place. Little did I know that Joe DiMaggio was sitting there in the back eating deli. And, of course, guys from New York, what do they eat? They eat deli, of course. People from big cities, they like deli. Even the Goyam like deli. That's right. Here's uh, Cutler Ridge. Hello. You put the lotion. Yeah, okay, great. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Love you. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm just calling to let you know that I'm planning on buying your two CDs. Thank you. And I'm a black Schwarzer. I love your show. All right. You are, you are the bomb. That's um, let me tell you right now, the, what just happened? Oh, somebody cut him off. Uh, that wasn't me. I didn't do it. Somebody cut him off. But at any rate, like he said, the best Schwarzer is a black Schwarzer. Although Malcolm, I'm not sure just uh, what you call him, like light mocha. Mm, how's Malcolm doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, we have an open line of day. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. I get goosebumps when I think of Malcolm on the Young and the Horn. Anybody know who Malcolm is? Uh-huh. I bet you do. Wow. He is one. I mean, yeah, if you look at Malcolm, then you believe there's a God. Then you look at that and you say, wow. Then you go home and naked like after taking a shower before in the morning, and you look at yourself and you say, there's no God, damn it. You say, you know, there's a devil. but there can... In fact, look at this guy. Look at what's his name again, the big fat um, Democrat, the Nadler, Nadler from uh, New York. Ability to vote. Intelligently, or I mean, he's a he's a brilliant guy. Don't get me wrong. And of course, he's uh, he and my our politics are similar. But this guy's he doesn't have twenty chins. He has no chin. His his uh, head is just connected to where his neck used to be. That's how fat he is. Nadler, a needler, uh, needler, from New York. In fact, I think I think if they could get him and Henry Hyde like kind of change around where some of the fat belongs, they'd both look like Al Goldstein on a good day. And this goes on. I mean, it's very, the best part I like is it's so shocking, you know, and like unpredictable. Like all the Republicans are saying, oh, well, you know, give the guy a chance. Yeah, right. They're all saying what you know they're going to say. The Democrats are saying what they're going to say. And while all this testimony was being given, they're all busy drafting up their own one essential resolution on one side and four articles of speechmen on the other side. They're not listening to any of this crap. It's all a show. It's window dressing. It's all to keep MSNBC on here. That's all. Uh, 166. Yeah. Well, that's pretty slow. Yeah, but that, that's like in the first 20 minutes. Yesterday, the first 20 minutes, we had 20 bucks, and uh, Chris was out there whining, okay? Shell Station in Kendall, 117th and Kendall Drive, near the town of Country Mall over there, right in the Shell Station. You'll see the QAM van. You'll see uh, them hanging around. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I was listening to uh, Jim Mandich today on the uh, radio, and he made some uh, very rude, rude uh, comments about Frank Sinatra. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you heard the program. But I think you ought to look into it and have uh, uh, Mr. Mandich make an apology. All right. What he said about Mr. Sinatra and the uh, Viagra pills and not being able to close his coffin, I thought was totally, totally out of line. And uh, I can't believe that a man of his his ability would even make those kind of remarks. So please see what you can do. Thank you.
Yesterday my girlfriend called me blah 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 oh, She makes no sense when she's talking blah 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 I'm at the mall and I need money blah 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 Bring me cash, won't you please honey blah 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 comes to mind with that 1234 560 WQM I'm so distraught that that can't really be Andy from Hollywood uh-huh. I, I just can't convince myself that that can possibly be somebody that shows up there game after game night after night and just plants himself in front of me like like I want to speak to him like I want to see him like I want to know from him I can't believe that I, is it possible humanly uh-huh. okay let's do a mobile in Miami hello Neil yes sir I'm pissed as hell man about Man, this company I work for, they're the most stupidest people I've ever, ever met, man. Yeah. Every year we have a freaking Christmas party, right? Every year, except this year because... Not a truck of lakers, I hope, yeah. Uh, yeah, listen to this. Last Thursday, usually people make these kind of arrangements like two months in advance. Yeah. Last Thursday, we get a stupid little notice along with a paycheck. You're being cordially invited to our year-end get-together to celebrate the holiday season. At Lenny's. Okay, no, no, it was at um, Steak Masters. Oh, Okay. What is it? Big Masters? I never heard of it. On Ponce de Leon and 21st. Oh, down there. Well, excuse me, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, everybody's excited about it, right? Tuesday, they come up with some crap that you can confirm that you're going. About 85% of the people agree to go, right? Crap, yeah. All right, here you go. Yesterday, we get an email because some schmuck, bigoted, idiot, is not going to be there, and he's supposed to be like one of the supervisors. Mm-hmm. So they canceled the damn thing. From one day to another for Saturday. Yeah, but you don't. Uh, yeah, and and it's 
it's supposed to be at 8.30 at night, and you can't take your, your wife, you can't take your friend, you can't take your pet, you can't yeah, take I think, any, I think they did you a favor. Trust. I say screw them, okay, and good luck in your new job. Okay, screw them. Because your boss, he's an asshole. We have an open line at day two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line as we're rolling along. Come on, where are the Joe DiMaggio people? See, I'm telling you. No, but we don't care about Joe DiMaggio. He's not a contemporary, most of us. I'm an old fart, and I, and I don't care. I just don't care. He's old enough. He's been sick. I told you he's going to die. And we, I, what bothers me is that every five minutes we're being encumbered with this stuff like it's important. Is it important? No. Of course it's not important. Let him die in peace. He lived in peace like for the last uh, 30 years, whatever the hell it was, 20 years. Uh, let him die in peace. And tell that Morris Engelberg how to stop hocking a china already. Cut off. Gnug. Here's uh, North Miami. Hello? Yeah, I'm a, Joe, I'm a Joe DiMaggio person. I think he was great. Yeah? Great ball player. Uh-huh. I think and... you're chronic, too. Does he think that I don't recognize that voice? Does he think we don't recognize it? Chronic. You're chronic. We don't care. Go back to New York, okay? We'll see you on Long Island. We have an open line. We'll see you at the deli, okay? We'll see you at Toots, Shores. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Chronic, chronic, chronic. They're out there, baby. Searching, desperately seeking. They got a spyglass. They got a telescope. They got the Mount Palomar telescope. They got a big one, a magnifying glass. Looking for it and a life too. Here's a Coral Springs. Hello. Hey there, Neil. Yes, sir. That uh, Ruth Chris commercial is like subliminal thought process. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm sitting here listening to you talk about it before, and I agree it's the best steak. It's better than Smith and Walensky's and Delmonico's, the Palm, any place. Yeah. And my wife is calling me from work. She says we got to go to dinner tonight somewhere, and she's thinking that I know where I'm going. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's it's just it's so good that it's just oh, so scary. Oh, and the taste of spinach and the potatoes mm -hmm. and the the, the head, half lettuce, mm -hmm. half a head of lettuce. Oh. Half it, a head is better than none. That's oh, well, better than none. Right. Bill Clinton even said that. Mm -hmm. uh, did you see in the paper this morning about the uh, fountain that they're going to build in Fort Wayne? Oh, yeah, Wood? they're going to build a fountain for Wayne. And by the way, you know what you usually do in a fountain? You either throw a coin into it or you take a or, leak. Or you pee in it. That's right. right. So when they finish building the fountain uh, to Wayne, we can all go and uh, pee in it. It's going to be they already, It's going to be an interactive fountain. Yeah. So uh, and I watched. It. You know what? What I yeah. Uh, I think what's going to happen is when you go over there and you get close enough, a hand reaches out from the fountain and grabs your money out of your pocket. That's what. <laughs> That's, That's the, the Wayne Hatinga fountain, yeah. But you watch all the bastards now line up to give money to this thing. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, you're, and I'm, you're, I'm, you're I'm doing something very good. That's right. I'm squeezing and begging and, uh... begging and, uh, and everything else. Right. Uh, one other thing, did you also in the paper this morning, you see the plane? There was almost a plane crash in Amsterdam? No. No, I did not. There was a uh, Delta plane from uh, the United States was coming in for a landing. Yeah. And there was a uh, uh, Lufthansa or something being towed across the runway. Yeah. No, that was no Lufthansa. That was Al Goldstein. <laughs> Being told across the runway. Right. <laughs> have a great day, Bob. Take care. Yeah. Boy, that don't sound too good. We have an open line at Dade One and Broad. That must have been at Schiphol Airport. Boy, is that a great airport. Wow. You want to see an airport with, like, shopping malls and a big train station in the middle of it and uh, and even a McDonald's. How do you... Yeah, well, it's Amsterdam, you know. Got to have something to eat. 21 before 1 at 560 WQA. I think you ate my baby. Are you sure? Police got my pants. Oh yes, then I had quite a lot. Police got my pants. Police got my pants. 
music was sprayed with paraquat. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pot. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pot. Police got my bus. Police got my bus. Police got my pot. They confiscated all I got. Police got my pot. Unbelievable. Police got my pot. Police got my pot. They busted me in a parking lot. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pot. 1245 at 560 WQM. Here's another fax. You know, this is getting really ponderous. You know what? Did you read this? Yeah. Yeah. Andy's girlfriend, Cynthia, the uh, Chinese young lady who seems like a very nice, quiet young lady, but nevertheless, she's bugging me now. I'm going to tell you, these are a one-two uh, bug team. In fact, maybe they can come in here and do the exterminating when we're not here, of course. My fiancé, Andy from Hollywood, just called me and told me about his facts. He is Andy from Hollywood. He uh, drives me crazy with your show. I occasionally listen to you at work, but sometimes just listening about your show is enough, which I would imagine, Cynthia. Can you please allow him to call so he can stop bothering me about it? Ask Cynthia. The answer, Cynthia, is no. Did you understand? N-O in English. No. In Spanish. No. In Italian. No. Nine in no. German. Okay, yet. No. Okay, no, 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 no. Tell him to get a life. In fact, both of you, get a hobby, okay? Get him out of my face, out of my life. And if that isn't bad enough, the worst news is that that's a dead location down there at 117th and uh, Kendall Drive. I'm telling you, that's not our audience down there. Didn't I tell you that? Those are a bunch of militant Julios that live down there. They're not interested. They don't know me from uh, from Xavier Suarez, from Sheriff Nick. So at, uh, they're going to be moving out of there in a few minutes. I have no idea how much we raised, but evidently not very much, maybe a couple of hundred bucks. An hour wasted down there, and now they're going to be moving our uh, van and all good stuff to the shelves on the corner of U.S. 1 and 27th Avenue, which is, uh, what? what is that? Is that it's a busy intersection? But, I mean, what is it? What, what do you call that area? Uh, South Miami. U.S. 1 and 27th Avenue. Uh, something. I don't think it's a city proper. Just Miami, just Julioville is what I call it. Oh, it's like I said. Okay, we had a real good day with us yesterday, and of course today we don't, we don't want to overdo it. We don't want to set too high of a standard, because then, uh, you know, we don't want to set the bar too high, as they're talking about with the speechman craft. Let's set it real low, like they're doing. Like if you, if you have a bad ball movement, you're impeached, that kind of thing. So in about 1.15, Sam and Chris and the Agatha Mishpacha will be there at the Shell Station, U.S. 1 27th Avenue, with the best in the old stuff. And let's, let's see if we can't raise a few hundred bucks there today. Come on. Let's get with it. That Kendall thing was a bum. I told you, we, our audience is not in Dade County. I've been sitting here for a year. How many calls did we get from Dade County? Like four a day? The overwhelming majority of our calls are from Broward. Like that thing in the Grove. Are we raising any money in the Grove? No. Are we selling any merchandise in the Grove? No. In fact, Sam went over to the Grove to pick up a bunch of uh, Best of Neil Part 1 because they're not moving them in the Grove. No. That's right. They hate me like poison in the Grove. They're too busy diddling each other in the Grove. They don't have time for us. 
Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. Great, man. Hey, listen, man, I, um, I was just watching when you were talking about uh, uh, Celebrity Joe. You know, they had him on the news. And, uh, you know, poor old bastard, 80-something years old. 84. 84. Yeah, that's old enough. You know, uh, I just turned 33 uh, December 3rd. Yes, sir. And check this out. I'm a Julio from, um, from Havana. Okay. From and where? From Havana. Yes. Thanks. Um, anyway, I got for my birthday a tattoo. It's got uh, a bunch of flames with the Cuban flag rising out of it. Yeah, a flaming tattoo. <laughs> Is Fidel in the middle of it, we hope? Uh, no, no, it's on yeah, my he's, he's in the ashes. He's in there somewhere. Anyway, the other day I'm in the market, and uh, I'm wearing my tank top because I'm letting it air out. Right. I live in Little Havana. And the tattoo also, by, yes. <laughs> I live by Miami Heights. All of a sudden, these old men start... Um, bad-mouthing me as I'm, I'm coming out of the market, and I go, what are you talking about, man? You know, the flag's rising out of it. Yeah. And it says uh, freedom on top. And they go, oh, because, you know, the flag and sacred and this and that. Ah, oh, jeez. Tell them uh, how can we understand China. Tell them in Cuban, whatever the higher you said. Yeah, but anyway, so I, I tell them, hey, listen, you know, l look at the tattoo. So anyway, bottom line goes, deal, they go, you shouldn't desecrate the Cuban flag, this and that, right? So I go, Man, you guys are so stupid. Next thing I know, one of them comes and sucker punches me on the back. Really? Yeah. We're talking about Probably like... Probably Martinez. <laughs> probably was, Neil. Okay, well, don't do it again, pal, and uh, burn this. Okay, well, he was airing it out, is what he said, and that's probably what really got him upset. We have an open... You know the diet that those Cubans eat. We have an open line in Dade, 567-0560 and Pound 560 on the mobile one line. So they're going to US 1 and 27th Avenue. That's like by... Well, let's see. Lejeune is... Huh? Outside the Grove. Yeah, again, where we don't have any audience. What are we going to the Grove for where we're not moving any merchandise in the Grove? But it's, it's not in the Grove. I, I know exactly where it is, okay? I know it's exactly. It's a monstrous uh, shell station. Right. It has a lot of traffic because of uh, its location. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I appreciate the fact they're doing this. It'll be very helpful. Whatever we raise will creep us up there toward the 90000 mark. And if we can do that by a week from tomorrow, we really have a good shot of getting that hundred grand in there for Center One. But, boy, yesterday, University in Broward, haven't I always told you? West Broward is where it's at. They looked at the research in the last rating book. Weston, that's our hottest zip code for our listeners, in Weston of all places. Maybe even that guy who uh, Henry Hyde stole his wife, that poor old guy. Maybe he's listening up there in Weston. They don't have much else to do these days. We know Suds Coleman is up there listening in Weston. We know that for damn sure. Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I agree with you on uh, Choking Joe DiMaggio. Choking Joe, yeah. Isn't it? Wasn't his nickname Choking Joe? Choking Joe DiMaggio, right? Well, now he's, he's croaking. Him. Now he's croaking Joe. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-four years old. Hey, he lived a good life. Okay, thank you, sir. There you go. We're taking a poll today, and most everybody so far agrees. We haven't had one person because we don't have anybody old enough to be all bent out of shape about it. I'm not saying it's a, a chance for. And as a matter of fact. If you're going to die, it would have been much better if you just like, uh, you know, like that, in his sleep and never woke up. And they would have had a big article about, hey, Joe DiMaggio died, as opposed to this Elizabeth Taylor kind of thing that's going on, or it's a soap opera. And these idiots, like some of our five-year-old sports aces on this radio station, reading these breathless bulletins. Oh, well, Joe DiMaggio is making a remarkable comeback. Uh, yeah, right. He's not making a remarkable comeback, okay? Every time he takes a breath without gasping, they say, oh, he's doing a lot better now. Yeah, He's dying. Just get over it. Jesus Christ and Sarah. 
We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty. Do we have a total from them down here or what? Two sixty three. Well, that's not so bad. Not great. It sure as hell ain't nothing like we did uh, in Plantation. And of course, they will have part one and two and everything at the new location. Good. Okay. At US one and North Twenty uh, Seventh Avenue. Okay, eighty thousand eight oh nine. So we can get a couple hundred more in the next hour. That'll put us uh, over eighty-one grand. That would be a good accomplishment for the day. You, start, you just keep creeping it along. Like I said, a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks today altogether with the borders and the neilrogers.com and with the mail and with the uh, whatever else we got. Fifteen hundred a day. We can get to that hundred grand. We just have to keep pushing along. We just keep pushing it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, you have to tell Andy's uh, girlfriend in Chinese how to say no. Okay. Um, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Joe DiMaggio could care less. Yeah. Um, that noise with the with the radio. Yes, I, sir. I've heard I've heard that for a while too, but I thought it was just my radio. Yeah. Um. See, now we're bringing attention to it, so now when everybody hears it, they're gonna say, "Aha! There it well, is." I got a digital turn knob, so if I go in like the Golden Glades or anywhere, you're 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 completely whacked out. The station's gone. If I go by commercial on ninety five. You're talking Haitian all of a sudden. Oh, my God. Um, I want to, I, I want to apologize. I didn't even know I could speak Haitian. Yeah, man. I said, uh, holy shot, last time I called you and asked you about the price for uh, for the, uh, the Dutch, the trip right, to Holland. Right, right. Um, you said something the other day about something for $199. What was that all about? $199, I got it right here. Today, okay. today is the deadline, by the way. When? Today is the deadline, if you want to okay. check it out. Uh, it's, it departs December 24th, 5th and 6th, the day before Christmas, Christmas Day and the day after, and comes back to Miami December 30th, 31st, or New Year's Day, and it's, uh, 199 bucks round trip. Round trip? On Martin Air, which is a good airline. That's, uh, close, of course. But anyway, if you want to give them a call, it's a toll-free number. Got, okay. got a pencil, got an instrument? Yeah, 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 yeah. 1-800-627-8463. Uh-huh. Excellent. Okay. But um, you gotta, gotta, gotta call them today because it says must be ticketed by December 11th. This is the, this be the deadline. Okay, um, I wanted to ask you, do you, do you ever have a bid or is this Rick and Sus? Speaking of which, they were talking about you yesterday. They were uh, telling the Joey Reynolds story. Which you one? Know, well, when, uh, they, they tried to kind of tried to go through you as the mediator. Oh, when Joey, yeah, when Joey tried me to get them fired so we could get the job. And I wet my yeah. hands. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you, do you Joey Reynolds, a real weasel, man. A devious, no-talent weasel is what he is. I hope he elopes with his buddy there, uh, Russell and the Oasis. Actually, what he did is he called them and said, hey, Dick and Pud, blah, blah, blah. And Rick, Rick kind of went off and, you know, whatever. Right. Um, do you have a National Ice Cream Month? National Ice Cream Month? Yeah, the guy screams for ice cream and the guy's got a real dulcet. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll uh, dig it up. And uh, where do you find Hank Goldberg? At the buffet table. Okay. See <laughs> Uh-huh. That's not what that's called, is it? National Ice Cream Month? What is that called? It's, uh, it's an ACN thing. I'll find it. Okay, so there's your last uh, thing for Amsterdam, which I can't think of too many places better to celebrate uh, Christmas week. It'll be a little on the chilly side over there. Take your long, Johns. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Speaking of Hank, he'll be away from the buffet table and on the air at 2 o'clock today from the studio, no less. Oh, boy. He'll be over there chilling in Texas. From two to six, Boots Sh- Shabby, our original, the only orange hair talk host in America. Oh! And Ed Kaplan will be taking odds on where they're going to bury Joe D, the overs, the unders, how far under, et cetera, and so on. Oh, it's very tasteless. No, it's not. You know, when you're dead, you're dead. It's, uh, it's part of the game, okay? It's the way nature works. You live, you do the best you can, you die. 
And all these people that, oh, well, that's downright sin. Like that bitch that called about Sinatra, okay? He's dead. He don't care if they can close the box or not. He's dead. I wonder when Warren Beatty dies if they'll be able to close the box. I wonder if Milton Berle, when he dies, will they be able to close the box? No. I doubt it. Not from what I hear. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's the longest two hour. He's going away, Navarro. He's the cause of so much grief and sorrow. Yesterday, Navarro, Navarro. He's leaving tomorrow, but he's just a good step away. Didn't uh, say how to share if Nick had a way out last night. I feel really bad about that, don't I? No. Well, I mean, it was uh, ordinarily I would have done it, but I, like I said, it was in such a state of euphoria. I will say this about Sheriff Nick. He's got good taste, and he probably wasn't buying the meal. He was with a bunch of other people at Roots Chris. I ordinarily don't go out of my way. to. Do, even, I mean, they are a sponsor. You hear their spots on the station all the time. I think because of the fact that I'm here and I rave about them all the time, I think that definitely isn't that what it's on? Yeah. But, I mean, man, that it's just so great. And these people that are looking for something better and something... Uh, Fine, go there and have a great time. I love Ruth Chris. In fact, I'm going. I made a New Year's resolution right now, because back when I was doing the Atkins fairly seriously, uh, I was eating there a lot. The only thing I don't like about Ruth Chris, like I said before, is where it is way over there, like way east, which I live way out west. It takes me as long to get over there as it does if you were coming from Dade County, which they have that one on 163rd, which is way over there on the intercoastal, which is also way east, way out there east. That's not my territory, okay? Once you get east of 441, I say, okay, have a nice life. You know what I'm talking about? East of 441 is just, uh, those are not, uh, not my people. Okay, where are we going? <laughs> Here's Kendall. Hello. Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Long time listener. Um, well, what I, I want to say that let Joe DiMaggio die, man. Guys, whatever, he was an Let icon. Let him die in peace. That's right. He was an icon. He was a, uh, oh, whatever he was. Done. He was an ugly guy that played good baseball and married Marilyn Monroe. Let him die already. Leave him alone. Yep. And the guy found there in the hospital. I smothered him with a pillow. Okay, thank you. Misery. Okay, you and the chief. Okay, how's the chief doing, by the way? Anybody seen him? No. How about Jack Nicholson? No. Won't see him no more. What a great movie that was. Oh, my God. Cuckoo's Nest. Anybody makes a list of the top ten movies of all time and leaves out Cuckoo's Nest, that person is Cuckoo. Make no mistake about that. Right, Nurse Ratched? Oh, when he was when he was strangling her and there were, you could see the strangle marks around her neck, I was going, Oh, yes! And her eyes were like bulging out of her head. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh. And then, of course, when they were getting the electroshock therapy. That's America. That's American medical care for you, by the way, right there, electroshock therapy. How many people have been butchered up and put into a, right, like one of the Kennedys, that Kennedy daughter that was um, retarded or whatever? Remember that? If you read your history book? Yeah, they kind of sent her off for a lot of electroshock therapy, and she became very gentle and very docile, like kind of like Jack Nicholson in Cuckoo's Nest. Now, who's I think that was uh, one of the sisters. I think that was the Kennedy brother's sister. I don't know. Somebody in that family. Those Catholics have so damn many babies. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Give Andy a break. Yeah, okay. Break this. Andy's boyfriend, I guess. Wait till Cynthia finds out about that. We don't want to hear about Andy. Anybody that mentions Andy anymore, it'll be dumped, okay? It won't get out of here, so don't waste your time. Now that I, uh, I understand who I'm dealing with and what it's all about, now I really realize what it's... You know, it's amazing. Over the years, as you get rid of one, there's always somebody new comes along to replace them, to fill their big shoes with, with crap, right? We came here over to this station after my seven-month paid vacation, on which I had a spectacular time. I come over here. Greg from Boynton Beach. We find he's moved up there to Port St. Lucie. 
calls us up uh, early along, and I, you know, hung up on him, although we did have a fax from him again the other day, uh -huh. which is embarrassing. We threw it in the wastebasket and don't ever want to hear from him again. We get rid of him. Now we come over to this station. Oh, here's the hockey expert, Andy from Hollywood, who just, who just won't take no for an answer, okay? Have a great life. We wish you nothing but the best. I just don't want to talk to you. You're a whining, simpering fool on the, uh, on the phone, okay? I don't want to talk to you on the phone or in person. Go away. And as soon as we finally get rid of him, if that's ever possible, there will be somebody else to come along. It'll be Hamyankel in Deerfield or something, whoever the hell it will be. Like we've all said before, there's always one sugar in a woodpile. It's always one. Here's Coconut Grove. Hello. Hi. Hi, yeah. how you doing? Okay, you must be the one in the grove that's listening. Yes, yeah, sir. all three of us. Great. Uh, the boarders here is hiding your, uh, your CDs under the counter. Under the counter? Yeah. What kind of crap is that? So that's why you haven't. They're not behind. They're not behind the counter. They're under the counter. They're under the counter. So in other words, you have to go out of your way and go in there and axe. Yeah. Well, tell everybody to butch up an axe. Yeah. What do you think about Hogan run for president? What do I think about what? Hogan run for president. Yeah. Hogan. Okay. We have an open line in Dade One Broad. That was in the Grove. Just to figure that out. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Do 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 do. Yeah. Right. Here's a, a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. He was trying to say Hulk Hogan, but he just couldn't get it out. Yes, sir. Speak to me, sir. Neil, I wanted to uh, reiterate, I got the uh, great deal going to Amsterdam. Yeah, you did? From December 26th to December 31st, 250 bucks round trip. I locked up five tickets uh, this morning, 1030. I thought it was 199 Well, I went through travel agent. I'm not complaining. Oh, okay, I mean, that's still a hell of a deal. It's a smoking deal, and I went there last year. Same time, we're staying at a... Uh, no, it's a non-smoking flight. Well... I got you, yeah, I got you. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you can't beat it for a vacation. It's a quick trip over, and you get the party down there for... Right, four, oh, hey, days. It'll, it'll be great. For $250, you can't even fly to uh, Chicago and back right. for that. Right, right. And the, the big reason why I'm going is because my mom and my sister are coming down from a place worse than this, if you can imagine. I'll give you one guess. Tampa. Auburn, New York. Oh, boy. Wow. I didn't know there was anybody left in Auburn, New York. Right, so you I thought imagine. they cleared it out. Right, so they're coming down, and I'm leaving town. They can stay at my place. Excellent. And, uh, good good choice. Right, we're going over, and we're going to party. So we'll burn one for you, and we'll be thinking about it. Have a great time. Say hi to Big Al when he's over there. Al yeah, Goldstein. Yeah, I know. i got to get the key, Neil. Okay, you got it. Later. See ya. Just look in your... Correct there you go. Hey, the key actually works, okay? That's what John tells me. The key actually works. Was I over there at that... Uh, no. Oh, I'm, forget it. But I'm sure that that apartment has got a real narrow, winding staircase like all the other places, the old places in Amsterdam, which is most of the joints. I can, I can just see Al waddling up that real narrow stairway. In fact, I'd pay money to watch that, as long as he had his clothes on. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I the Grove yesterday for the sole purpose of donating $40. Right. I went there. Uh, I think I know why people probably aren't buying it. The lady took like 20 minutes to figure out how to ring that up. Oh, for crying out loud. What, we got a bunch of rocket scientists over there at that border? I have border no store? idea. She kept like asking somebody, how do you do this? Mm. How do you do this? Mm. How do you ring this up? Yeah. So eventually I finally got it, and I'm really happy. I was laughing my ass off all yesterday. Great. And uh, great job. Thanks a lot. Bye. See ya. Well, there you go. Now we're finding out, like, you know, another chigger in the woodpile. they got people over there, dodo birds, who can't figure out this. You know, uh, if you're going to be involved, if you agree to be involved in something, like the Borders people did, and most of the stores have been really upfront and great and put it right behind the counter where everybody can see it, most of them have been great. 
But some of the stores and some of the people that work within those stores, I don't care whether you like me or not. This is a charity thing we're doing. It makes no difference whether you like me. The fact is that these people should be explained how this thing works, what is going on. It should be like falling off a log, piece of cake. So you put the money in a separate envelope, you stick it in your Black whatever dome. you do with it, okay? Just to make it easy instead of making it hard, okay? Leave it to the guys that come in. They'll make it hard, but you will make it easy. God. So, in other words, about 1.15, they'll be showing up at the shelves at US-1 and Northwest, uh, 20, uh, not Northwest, at 27th Avenue. Is it Northwest? Is it, uh, what is it? No, it's not Northwest. It's what? Southwest. Huh? Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. Well, see, that's why when you said that, it confused me, because I thought, what the hell is this man talking about? Southwest 27th Avenue and US-1 down there in, uh, that's South Miami. It's, well, it's like borderline. It's like borderline Gable, South Miami, and the Grove, Right? In that area where nobody listens to us. Nine minutes after one at five sixty WQN. It's Friday, you bastard. <laughs> Myself, it's 115 at 560 WQM. So uh, Sam and Dave, uh, Sam and Chris will be down there at uh, US 1 and North at Southwest 27th Ave at uh, about 125 in about 10 minutes, and they're going to stay there till we raise a grand today. Oh! That's what they said, which they could be there till three in the morning because uh, what did we do? 263 at the other joint, something like that, less than 300. So one thing we found out today is that Kendall, and when we went to Borders and Kendall, uh, what did we raise there? Let me take a look. Uh, 1845. That's not bad. That wasn't too bad. And the sales at that Kindle Borders were spectacular the first few weeks. So maybe just everybody in Kindle already has got this stuff. Could that be it? Uh -huh. record, uh, Plantation? Uh, plant, well, Plantation was going strong, and then last week they were 80 bucks, four pieces of merchandise. So all of a sudden Plantation fell out of the, I don't know. But seven Kindle, right? Huh? Are the, are the two big ones? Yeah, and Fort Lauderdale, the Borders in Fort Lauderdale, where we did the first appearance, they, uh, they, pretty, uh, yeah, they do very well. Fort Lauderdale, Kindle, and Plantation. And surprisingly, Boca has had some really uh, good weeks, too. They love us in Boca. They won't call us in Boca, but uh, they love us like poison. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hey, Neil, that's me. Neil, I got two things for you real quick. Yes, sir. Uh, Brooke Daniels is going to be on 940. And at, at Borders, are they going to have also <laughs> the Phil? <laughs> hey, Neil, are they also going to have uh, Phil Hendricks? I bought your CD last week, but I'm looking for sales now. No. No. They're not going to have it. No, God. No. No. Okay, Maybe Borders in L.A. somewhere. Yeah, can you give me a little Phil Hendry, too, just, just in case? Are you sure? Yeah. 
Have a great day, pal. Okay. He's Jones in for Phil, okay? No, they're not going to have the Phil Henry CDs. No, we are not. Okay, we have two open lines in date, 5670560. By the way, I forgot to mention, George is going to be doing the last half hour of the show today because we've decided to keep George in practice, especially on Friday. Why not let the old man out early for a half hour on Fridays once in a while? Not every week, but once in a while. Huh, what's wrong with that? I think it's great. In fact, I might I might just be uh, surprising those guys down there. I might be zipping down to the U.S. 1 and 27th Avenue to be making an appearance with them to try and uh, beat the crap out of these people and help get that 1000 bucks today. Because after seeing the way that mail trickled in here this morning, I mean, that was pretty weak, boys and girls. That was pathetic. What's that address again? Checks made out to Center 1, Karen Neal Rogers, WQAM 20295, Northwest 2nd Avenue, Miami 33169. It's really not that difficult. It's easy. And I'm waiting to come in here one of these days very soon and see a pile of mail. Not like two or three letters and have George say, wow, you see that? Yeah, That's not a stack, okay? That's another guy. used to be a sheriff in Broward County. But forget about that stack. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Jolton Joe's still alive. Yeah. Getchke's hit. Okay, whatever. They did. Your phone, this, we've had about two or three of those today. And that's the guy that usually does the real bad poetry anyway, so maybe it was, maybe it was a blessing. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 in Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Atlantis again. Hey. Yes, sir. You are wondering about the city of Atlantis, where it is, what it well, is. I wasn't all that excited, but I mean. No, but it's, what it is, it's, it's on Palm Beach County? Yes, it's like right in the middle of Lantana and Lake Worth. Boy. Oh, ten, the median age must be 140. Ten-foot wall surrounding the whole complex. Yeah, it's that's like good. A jail. Mm-hmm. It's all full of Canadians. Boy. You know John Cullen? French Canadians, yeah. John Cullen is just retired from the Lightning. Right. His uncle used to play for the Leafs. Right. Lives in there. Huh. Uh, Frank Uvdari used to be chief referee at NHL. Right. He lives there, and a lot, a lot of frogs. Huh. Some head office from the ex- Yeah, but those ex- people you mentioned are frogs. Those are like our, our good English people. Oh, no, you're right, but there. there's a lot of other frogs in there, believe me. Right, I'm sure. And, um, no, it's, oh. it's right on 95 and 10th Avenue, right in the middle. Oh, yeah, okay. Right there. And it's just, uh, you know, it's a little wannabe place. they got their own police department and all that. But um, you said you used to work at JNO a long time ago. 1975, 20 or uh, three years ago. Because I went down there to pick up a bit. It's not there anymore. They destroyed it and put up a 20-story office complex there now. But uh, where, where is JNO? Where do they move it to? Actually, that's a joke. It's right off uh, 45th and 95. They're in with uh, JNO and five other stations in a little uh, strip center, like mm-hmm. warehouse place. And um, they, they have the nice office building where they would have had a nice overlook of the uh, intercoastal down there um, is, is this doctor's office and all that now. Uh-huh. But I've been in the old building, and I can't believe... Well, he was old when you were there, I'm sure. And uh, I think it's it, still, was, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Smelled. Well, not, well, I it yeah, well, that was probably that BM I was yeah. talking about. It was probably still lingering. Hey, what did you, you find about Priceline? What about it? Did you find anything else about it? About what? Priceline. Oh, I haven't checked it out yet. Okay. I will. And uh, Ray Whitney, what would we do without him? Amen. See you tomorrow. Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, somebody just faxed us a, a restaurant. Now, what is this from, by the way? Is this from, uh, like, a real newspaper or where? See, people sent us articles, and it would be helpful to know this is from either the Herald or the Sun Sentinel, I assume, or maybe from, uh, I don't know, from New Times or uh, CityLink. How do they spell CityLink? S-I-T-T-Y? So, and how would Brian Murray say that? So, anyway, uh, they're reviewing Tropical Acres in Fort Lauderdale, which that isn't really Fort Lauderdale, by the way. Tropical, that's like uh, Davy. It's on Griffin Road, huh? Yeah, that's not Fort Lauderdale. Well, anyway, it goes on about, sounds like a housing development. Uh-huh, it sure does. 
and probably sounded even more like a land scheme when it developed in 1949, but it's enjoyed more longevity than most real estate projects for some very simple reasons, high quality, reasonable prices, and consistency. <laughs> and it bills itself as Broward's oldest steak and seafood restaurant. No one will dispute that. They're getting ready for their 50th anniversary. It says the kitchen still offers fried onion rings as an upscale appetizer, fried mushrooms, fried zucchini slices. The mushrooms are relatively bland, while the mushrooms, not trendy, uh, porcini or portobello, uh, are lightly coated, etc. So they're okay. Uh, the filet mignon is a sizable piece and nearly uh, lean enough to please even a cardiologist. And it goes on and on. They got a large early bird crowd. Boy, That's the only boy. thing I'm worried. You know, the food may be pretty good, but they got a large early bird crowd. It's boy, not the delicious. Boy. And it says it's not a place for romance, nor will you find cutting edge cuisine. But if you're interested in good service, solid, reliable food, and low prices, you come to the right place. After 50 years, it says Tropical Acres is still tropical. How do you like that? Three stars. They give them on a scale of four. Three being good, four being excellent, etc. So that's not bad. Three stars. Sun Sentinel. From the Sun Sentinel. Okay, thank you, whoever faxed that. So you people who want to go to the Christmas party, there you go. Have no fear. Because Greg Reed told me at dinner last night that they're going to be doing some extra stuff to spruce it up, and they're going to drag out all the old people before our crowd goes in there. I'm not going to be able to make that. No. Are you, of course, you'll be good there, of course. Oh, George, George never misses a free meal. That's one sure thing about uh, George. He never misses a free meal, and especially when Al Goldstein is catering. Like tomorrow. Tomorrow what? Tomorrow he's having another free meal. I didn't even know he was back here now. He's back from Amsterdam? Mm-hmm. And the apartment is vacant right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, uh, let's see, what time is it? Oh, what are you, what are you uh, smirking about, man? That apartment over there, I, I can probably stick that key in. The front door, the rear door, the... Uh, Rectum. That's right. He's having another... Is Fat Rich coming to this thing? Oh, I don't know. He hasn't... I think, don't think he's been to the last game. In fact, uh, track Monday night, I noticed... Because it's hard to tell with Rich because he wears those big baggy shirts like I used to when I weighed 500 pounds. But he's actually lost a little bit of weight, I think. Huh? An ounce or two. And I think, well, basically because he only eats the free meals at the track and the rest of the week he's starving over there. But, uh, yeah, he's lost a little bit. He's no longer in the Al Goldstein category, I wouldn't say. Don't forget, we got US 1 and 27th Avenue. Sam is going to be there. Chris Reed, the nephew. We got the QAM van. We got the best of Neil stuff CDs, cassettes, t shirts. We got giveaway stuff, dolphin t shirts, etc. And they'll be there until we have a total of 1000 bucks for the day. And like I said, they could be there a long time unless you get your ass in gear. That Kendall thing was bitterly disappointing today. You know, this would be a fun thing uh, through the rest of the month to do this. Because then we'll find out. I mean, I already could have predicted. I knew we had, I mean, University and Broward Boulevard, like, falling off a log into uh, Lake uh, Okeechobee. I mean, no problem at all. We know we are giant in that area. In fact, I'll, you know where they ought to be? George, for next week one day, I'll tell you where they ought to be. The Shell Station across, or it's not right across, but it's on the corner of 136 and Sunrise, in, uh, right, right by uh, the new arena, by the Mac Arena. Just kitty corner, a couple blocks down from uh, the Publix uh, Sawgrass, because that's where all my people are right out there. They're shopping at Publix. They're buying fish food. They're buying the goddamn uh, beef strips from Tyson. They're buying Mike Tyson's uh, stuff. Ears. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Great. You got a great show. You keep me laughing all day. All right. Hey, listen, I was out of town. Did Levon uh, end up winning those 20 games? Levon won uh, 48 games this year, as a matter of <laughs> fact. Yeah, he won 112 games, and Ed uh, Kaplan's uh, pretty pissed off about it. Hey, you better be careful what you say about Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, I know. Well, Big Hank will be sitting on you. He's in love with that guy. Is he? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know he's a Joe Well, I know he's a Joe D fan. He interviewed him. He played that interview, which I didn't hear the other day. And I know he's a fan of his. But the fact is, the guy's 84 years old, and he's a former ball player, and uh, he's dying. I mean, uh, that it happens to the best of us, you know. I was at I was at an old timers game at Fort Lauderdale Stadium a couple right. of years ago with my wife, and she was pregnant, and uh, I, was, I tried to get his oh, autograph. You were Joe DiMaggio. 
Pardon me? By Joe DiMaggio or you? Yeah, at the stadium. Joe DiMaggio was up in the up in the booth and okay. was coming down. Yeah. And so he wouldn't shake hands with me, but he shook hands with my wife. So I took her his, her hand at this, shook it, rubbed it all over her stomach, you know. So now I think my son's going to break the record, the 56 game hit streak. Oh my think. God! Huh? He rubbed your wife's stomach? <laughs> no, he shook her hand, and then I took her hand oh, and rubbed I it on her. I see. I got you. Hey, uh, listen, I want to donate a hundred dollars in the name of my company, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want a shameless plug. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Hey, you got a great show. Keep up. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. See ya. How do you like that? There's a good guy. Hundred bucks first for center one. I see Joe Costello's here because George is going to be doing the last half hour of the show today. And so now all these uh, all these million calls we got on the board, all three of them, they'll be gone. All these other foreign language speaking people, they'll be calling in now. Really disappointed with that turnout down in Kendall today, boy. You could have slapped me right up the side of the head. And of course now they're moving closer to the Grove because they know we got no audience here whatsoever in the Grove. Nobody. Not even old Jack Campbell. Not fat old Jack Campbell, that queen. Even now, he ain't listening no more. Well, you know, you have to move on. You have to develop new people because the old people, they leave you in the lurch. You know, like the Knott's Landing ladies, some of our old friends. Like uh, Roberto that used to make all those great cassette tapes. He used to be a groupie. Maybe he found a life. You know, maybe he found a boyfriend. Whatever the hell happened. You have to move on and develop new people because the old ones, they, they turn on you like cornered rats. We'll, uh, we'll survive. Well, there's that fat uh, guy again, that Nadler guy. I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it through the week. No. 125 at 560 WQM. Feeling stupid? I know I am. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. So do you know who that is, by the way, who does that voice? Joe Castello? No. Okay, I don't. I don't know his name. That's uh, Tony the Tiger. Same voice. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. I saw some special on it. You're hot. Hey. I fired that off because uh, I get accused of being a Grinch a lot over the Santa Claus thing, which Neil has talked about for years, and in all the years that he has spoken about it, I've yet to hear one parent call up and say, uh, no, we don't lie to our children about Santa Claus, and that's why I get accused of being a Grinch and a Grouch and a Scrooge which I'm not, even though I'm uh, atheistic, agnostic, uh, you know, I don't celebrate Jesus' birthday, I don't cop out on Christmas because it's a party. It's another excuse for a party where there's booze and food, and usually uh, I'm not the one paying for it. I say usually because, uh, you know, the big Cuban family party, and lots of people throw parties, and you get to suck up a lot of free food and booze, and why would you pass that up, you know, even if you weren't celebrating Jesus' birthday, and not to mention the Hanukkah thing. So I don't have a problem with the holiday seasons uh, or the whole... Christmas thing, and I used to go caroling. Can you believe that? Do you know anyone who's ever been caroling? Neither do I, except for the people that I used to go caroling with. Obviously up north, walking around through the snow. I, I it would lose something down here, I, I could imagine. And you'd also get shot. If somebody knocked on your door and they were singing, you would just blow them away down here. But I like, you know, the whole Christmas uh, giving gifts and the party thing, and we sing carols, and I have a, a stack of Christmas CDs uh, that you know really fix that, including all this kind of stuff. Here we that. Here we have. I got a whole new batch of Christmas CDs from uh, Tracy Neely, by the way, which I'm adding to my collection, which is about this thick now. I'm holding my fingers apart. And Louis Armstrong. Have you heard this before? All the old time I've heard all these. Yeah. Sam and the nephew are there, by the way. Oh, good. By Both the way, vans. Both vans. 27th Avenue and US1, big fat shell station. I hear it's raining, but don't let that deter you, please. They say they're going to stay there. 
it's only raised a thousand bucks. Do you think that's true? Do you think that they will a actually raise that much money, or do you think that they'll stay past two o'clock if they don't? What do you think? I don't know. You don't know. But I, Sam sounded very enthusiastic. He said he's a huge jack. He's stoked about this whole thing. So please go down there and patronize uh, us, Center One. Buy the crap. It's good crap. It's it's worth it just for the money. Even if you don't care about other human beings, it's worth it. These CDs especially part two, which I put together. I'm a little bit biased about that, only because it's got outtakes on it. It's got Neil saying all the words that, that we all love to hear, but we can't say on the radio. It's got Neil saying fuck and shit over and over and over again. That's the better one. Those, yeah, well, see, it's, that's a tough choice. If you like that kind of stuff, then yes, it's the better one, but part one has all of the really good bits from the show. Not that part two doesn't have bits from the show, unbelieved and uncensored, by the way. But if you go down there and make any kind of a donation whatsoever, they give you some free crap besides, like a dolphin shirt. So please, everyone, drive down there. He doesn't believe that the Julios listen. Well, let me rephrase that. He believes that they listen, but he thinks that it's all, they're all closet cases. They won't uh, call and, uh, you know, and identify themselves without throwing the fag thing in at the end. They won't show up at the appearances, and they won't patronize the charities, even though the Cubans are big charity donating type people. That's what Carol was telling us the other day, is that they get way more donations from Dade County than they do anywhere else. I don't know what these people want to talk about, so I'm just going to hang up on them because they were on hold for Neil. And we're not going to talk about Joe DiMaggio, so off you go. I want to hear from some people. That was horrible. You know, sorry. Oh, oh, by the way, I want to send a very special Christmas wish out to that nice lady who likes the tapes better than me. Merry Christmas and f*** you. Because, uh, and I don't, I don't take that as an insult when people like the tapes because I work really hard on the tapes to make them really lean and mean and fast and furious and, and leave all the good stuff in. So it actually makes me feel good when people say that they like the tapes because I work hard to that end. But uh, nevertheless, and, and, and by the way, it's a total myth that I make the women wait longer than the men. If anything, I put them on faster, even though this phone system makes it difficult to do that. So I want to hear some, from, from some people who also don't lie to their children about Santa Claus, and I don't understand why that whole thing is. Nothing personal about St. Nick. I was born on his birthday, the, December 6th, the St. Nick's Day is, is my birthday. So I you know, don't have a personal problem with the man, uh, Turkish bishop that he was, but I don't understand why we have to lie to our children about it. Uh, I give the, ki- the kid the loot. I want the credit for it. I want the kid kissing my ass all year long for Christmas presents. I don't want her to kiss some invisible man's ass on the North Pole or something like that. I don't understand that. And people, people who, who I know who are atheists and agnostics have ragged on me for not, not uh, clouding my kid's head with all the Santa Claus bullcrap. And, oh, you're going to disillusion her about Christmas. I'm not going to disillusion her about Christmas. I'm not going to illusion her in the first place. It's Christmas. It's uh, some dead guy's birthday who said be nice to each other, and they killed him, so we're going to exchange loot. It doesn't make any sense to me, but pass the eggnog and, uh, and the food and the ham and the turkey. So that's my whole big Christmas beef thing. I, I don't believe in lying to children. I want to have some credibility with my child. When I tell her things later on, I don't want her to be able to say back to me, well, yeah, Dad, but you lied to me about that whole Santa Claus thing for no good goddamn reason. They don't care. Trust me. I asked all of them, all the children of the world, I asked them, do you care when you get the Nintendo set? Do you care if it says from Santa or from Mom and Dad? Do you care? And they said, we don't give a shit. Just, you know, plug it into the TV for me as quickly as you can. Mobile and Homestead, hello. Hey, George, I hear you, man. You know, I want the credit, too. You know, I go on in debt. I ain't want somebody taking the credit for it, you know? Right. Like yeah. Santa Claus. I owe my life to MasterCard, and Santa Claus is going to get the credit? 
That's what I'm talking Everyone, about. and both sides of the family, the Spicks and the Hicks gave me a hard time about it. Yeah, uh, people, people that are friends that are young people, like really revolutionary-minded people that I know, they give me a hard time about it. Oh, Christmas without Santa Claus is like, uh, is like Christmas without Santa Claus. I don't get it. Nah, man. Go ahead, you, Frank. Nah, but, um, nah, I, I, you know, I just want to say good to hear your voice again, man. Forget oh. that lady, you know? Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to hear your voice anytime better than stupid taste. Oh, okay. But, all right, Great. I'm out of material. Thanks a lot. Later. All right, we got one, although I, I don't know if he said he was a parent or, or what the deal is. Is that uh, one of the, the team, one of the promotions team? Yeah, it's Sam. He we, wants to make sure Neil's not really going by there. We'd like to do immediate updates. Uh, we, I don't know where Neil went. He just said, hey, it's Friday. I, you know, I want to get the hell out of here. Do you think, no, of course, you're here. They're not going to buy that. Flying to the audience is, uh, is not my bag anyway. No, he just... Sam, Sam bought it. He was afraid. <laughs> he said he Why wanted would he, to pretend like he was working. He can't. Why would anybody be afraid of him? Mobile in Miami, hello. hello? Mobile, hello. Yeah, um, how you doing, George? Uh, okay. Listen, um, my, my son, you know, his mother's Jewish, and I'm Catholic, and okay. we don't talk about, um, you know, Santa Claus. And you don't? Oh, no. my God. No, no, we just tell him how it is. You know, we tell him that it's just uh, advertising for people to go out and spend There's money. There's a special layer of hell just for people like us. No, who there deprive is their children of the myth of Sandy Claus. Right. And another point I want to make, I'm a uh, Julio, I'm a uh, Republican, but okay, uh, of I'm, I buy stuff from Neil. I like Neil all the time. Uh-huh. Neil says the truth. I, um, I'm always listening to him on the car radio, and I agree with a lot of his points. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you one point. You know, this. I'm, I'm going yeah, to jump ship because I've been watching this uh, uh, Clinton stuff with the Republicans. Yeah, every, this is the best thing that the uh, the Republicans could have done to the I Democrats, mean, they're all this ridiculous crap. Right, they're shooting their foot, and I'm jumping ship. I'm gonna, they are shooting their feet. Yeah, I'm going to become a, a Democrat because uh, it's just... They're, it, there you go. They okay. don't get it. They really think that uh, the American people care about, uh, you know, monkey business behind closed doors. It, man, they're behind the times. It's they're just Way difficult. behind. They're showing the people how out of touch they were. We always suspected it, but now they're proving it. You're right, George. Have a great day, George. Okay. Thank you very much, and uh, Merry Xmas. That's what that oh boy that you know that pisses the Christians off a lot. The whole Xmas thing, you're taking the Christ out of Christmas. So I go to great lengths to uh, use Xmas whenever possible because it is Xmas. It's just like X excuse for a party. Oh, there you go. It's an excuse for a party. Any excuse. Mobile in where the hell? Mobile in Oakland Park. Hello. Is there anything that you're you get on your whole attitude is pathetic, you little sick moron. And is that it? Thank you very much. See there, Joe. I was just telling you the other day. That's how you know that you're on the right track. That's like the I-95 North sign. If you want to go north, it's when you piss people off. No, there's nothing I don't know about you. Uh, I don't even know what he was. He sounded like a New Yorker. Oh, that's what it was—a throwback to the New York day when I was ripping the New Yorkers. Go back. It's nice and cold up there for you, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. 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 How you doing? Okay. Um, yeah, I want to comment about this Santa Claus thing, okay? Please, I have, just, just today, for the first time, a couple of people that don't uh, play that game. Yeah, well, I'm a father of five. Oh, wow. And I'm a young guy, I'm 35. Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, actually six, but uh, I have three boys and three girls. But this is the gig, okay? I've been listening to Neil for a long time. He reminds me of a guy named Alan Berg from Denver that uh-huh. got shot for doing what he does. Right. But, uh... Uh, I love listening to him because he's so controversial. Yeah. Anyway, about the Santa Claus thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a big joke, and I think it like really pees me off. I don't know if I can say that over over the radio it or not. Pisses you off? Yeah, it pisses me off real bad. You know why? Because when I was a kid, like my mom and dad took it from me, 
and like you know, till I was like 14 years old, I thought there was a Santa Claus. Yeah. And like, God. and then I found out, and I'm like, oh, great. You needed to get well, out more. Well, I just told my kids, right? I have a 12 from 12 to two, they range. I just told them real early on. I said, look, the whole Santa Claus thing is a big joke, and they've always been afraid of Santa Claus. Like you're going to mall, <laughs> you're, up, you're supposed to sit down in Santa's lap. My oh kids, yeah. They'll scream, dude. They'll scream forever <laughs> and ever. They want to get away from these people, right? They think they're creeps. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm synonymous with you today about the Santa Claus. Thing. Beautiful. And uh, you know, I, I just think it's a, I think this whole Christmas thing is a big joke. Okay. I really do. Thank you very much. Yeah, it is All a big right. joke, but what the hell? I'm not going to pass up any excuse for a party or any excuse where people, uh, even if it's fake, acting nice to each other for one day out of the year, even if it's fake. That's okay with me. 20 till 2 on QAM. Hey, everyone. Roy Foster here. Yeah, I used to be a big football star, but now I work here. You're listening to the most straight-up person I know, George. Got All year long he's busy making toys For all the little girls and the little boys He puts them in his sled and gives his whip a crack On Donder, on Blitzen, but never on Smack. Cause Santa doesn't cop out on dope. No. Has he ever even tried it? Will you know the answer's no? No. Little kitties, here's my point. Just leave him cookies, save each other. Cause Santa Claus turns on in his own way. Watching you when I turn on on Christmas Day. 13 till 2 on 560 WQAM 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. $478. People must be just throwing change as they drive by. $478 at the, uh, at the van location, 27th Avenue and US 1 in, uh, in my <laughs> Emmy. So uh, go down there and see those guys. Please prove the old man wrong that uh, the Spicks actually do support uh, charities that, that he supports. They do support charities, just not any one that, that he's behind. Lady in Perrine, hello. Lady in Perrine. Hi, George. Hi. I just wanted to tell you, I totally agree with you on the Santa thing. Really? So you yes. thought I was all alone, and I tried no, my private life you know, to find anyone. It felt like lying, you know? And my totally feeling is, lying. Well, my feeling is they have a wonderful Christmas. I mean, they're getting all this loot. They, they, they don't Absolutely. need anything extra. But the only thing is when they're little... Yeah. You gotta make sure you tell them that, like, some of their classmates believe it because you don't want them oh. to put sort up. Of, oh, you now. know what? Same conversation about Santa as we did about the God thing. Before, right. Before she went to don't school, we had to tell her. Don't talk about yeah. the God thing. People will beat you with a rock. Right. Because my whole family thought right. I was crazy. Right. And oh, all yeah. their cousins believed, so they had to sure. understand that until their right. cousins. But you know what? It made them feel so adult, so yeah. grown up. And we were just talking yeah. about it the other day, and now it's 9 10. Hello. What's going on there? That was I don't bizarre. Know. Was that me? No. 
But anyway, um, now they think it's wonderful. They think it's wonderful right. that I never lied to them. That's bizarre. And the thing about it that's hypocritical, because if you believe in God, you tell your kids about God. Yeah. But obviously, the adults know that there is no Santa, so right. it's an outright lie. I know, it's terrible. And I was one of these morons that never questioned it, and I believed it so long that my mother had to kind of tell me, and I oh, still okay. remember feeling rotten. Yeah. So every kid, every kid that tells that story. Of course, I had a weird thing. My mom used to, and she was a throwback. She used to talk about the three kings, which is something that they do in Cuba. Yeah. They don't even do that over here. They talk about los 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 reyes. So that was like an call. additional. Yeah, and I yeah. thought well, nobody over here even heard of that. So I, my mom had zero credibility uh, with me anyway. So <laughs> I didn't buy anything that came out of her mouth. Yeah, no, but anyway, thank you very much. Okay, bye. I don't feel, I don't feel so bad now. Just to show what a non-Scrooge. I am. I'm taking the family, the kid, and a, and a, and a uh, friend to the Nutcracker Ballet, and I paid money for the tickets, extra money. I called front row and got good seats to get really nice uh, front and center right by the orchestra pit because uh, they wanted to go see the Nutcracker, which, and, I, you know, and I dragged my heels. I didn't want to go to the ballet because it's the ballet, but the Nutcracker, it, you know, it's good music anyway if you like that kind of stuff. I think it was my first record that was given to me as I was, when I was a little kid, my aunt, who uh, defines Christmas for me, because I never would have gotten anything good if it weren't for my aunt, my mother's sister, coming through for me every year. And she gave me the Nutcracker uh, record, The Sweet, which is, you know, the greatest hits version of a, of a ballet. So this thing better not be boring tonight. And, uh, I should bring a book, shouldn't I? The ballet. Bring a, bring a book and a pillow. Bring a book. I'll bring my, uh, my laptop that I just got. Uh, Miami. Hello. I'll take that break. Miami. Okay, thanks a lot. These are the uh, the, the the gay uh, the little gay trio that hate Neil that are better obsessed with him. I want to wear his flesh like that Buffalo Bill thing. You didn't see Silence of the Lambs the whole way through, and so while me and Neil are beat red in the face, laughing at that, it puts the lotion in the basket. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. Funniest bit we've had in a month. I don't get it. And I, so you're gonna go you're gonna go get it this weekend. Like the movie. Right now. Rent I'm it. leaving right Rent now. Rent it and watch it. As a matter of fact, while you're watching it, when the line comes up in the movie, when it all comes together, that's when you'll lose it. People will wonder why you're laughing at this horrid, horrible, horrible scene in the movie, and you'll be the only one that knows. Uh, okay, yeah, it's uh, towards the end of the show. We have to take these breaks. Ten till two.